This is the X&C Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, X&C Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, <laughs> hi, how's it going? Um, I thought I had 50 seconds. Meg and I are just talking. Welcome to the XC podcast. Um, right behind this wall. Thank you for joining us. Right behind this wall is a huge heat pump that keeps this house warm in the wintertime, which we're already in here in Washington. <laughs> and uh, it's like, Meg's like, what's wrong with your mic? I'm like, nothing. Heat pump. Loud. Heat pump loud. Warmth, good. Meg, how you been? Oh man, I'm, I'm fantastic, and uh, already uh, chat's already starting. To, they're already on fire here. Magnum Westward, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. I uh, I did a stop by on uh, Web Dave's show last night with uh, Wandering Dutch, and um, it was so much fun, man. Uh, we had and Rick, we had such a great time, and. Uh, you know what? Uh, we, we we just talked about stuff. People are like, oh, you know what? I was saying things that people don't want to hear, and I, well, that's kind of what I do, right? So um, they don't want to hear. You, it, you, but did, they know you didn't like Starfield. You said that they didn't like well, that one. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of that, and and it's it just like you know. Anyway, I don't want to get into that now. Uh, hey, but, I loaded uh, way, I loaded up Starfield uh, yeah. today. They have an HDR slider, and they have a contrast slider, and I a heard. brightness slider, and so I crunched everything to get it. Now I can see why Starfield is washed out. When I get that contrast of brightness where I want, my ship is out to space and it's like cloaked in blackness with highlights. I'm like, ooh, that's really, really crazy. But welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> this is the XC Podcast. I've got a new overlay. I spent a couple of days this week trying to clean it up because when I watched the show back on the phone when you and Gaz were in there and we were, we were just kind of hanging out. On yes. my phone, just look like green barf. It's just too busy. And so I've been kind of trying to clean it up so that the highlight can be our wonderful old catcher's mid of faces. So hit the like button if you're here and you're ready to hear about some good, exciting news and have some good talk from two seasoned veterans of gaming. My co-host, where is he? Yes. He's on this side. My co-host. Yeah, I'm on that side. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Middle-aged game guy. Um, yeah. What have you been playing? We'll talk, we'll start with you oh. and then r- remember to ask me because I want to talk to you about it. Well, first of all, when you said seasoned gamers, you're not wrong. I've been gaming for 44 years. I started in 1979. The, fir- the first game I ever played was Pong. And then the first arcade game I ever played was Asteroids, which came out in 1979. I was only four years old and I was already playing those games. So yeah, 44 years. So anybody counting, I'm 48. Uh, Scott Gamer, dude, you're not wrong. I just said Starfield was not for me specifically. C-Note, what's up? Uh, so uh, sorry, just saying hi to some people in the chat. Yeah, of course. I 
have been playing. Well, I, I mean, I've been playing, uh, funny enough, I, I'm trying to wrap up Sp um, Spider-Man to get that platinum so I can get it out of my face. Um, you know, the more I play it, the more the game bothers me. And there's just, I, I, I'm literally mopping up the game on mute now because I can't, I can't stand it. The writing is so, I, I, I'm not even going to get into all that stuff because someone's going to be like, Matt's being political. Hold on, so I'm I've got, I've got some popcorn here. Yeah, 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 no kidding, right? Get the get the proverbial popcorn out. Uh, no, I'm otherwise I could be here for two hours about it. I'm playing the game on mute just so I can mop up the uh, the, the give, give me the uh, the, oh, the no, short version. Oh, what, just no, briefly, no, what no, is no, it that you don't like? The the dialogue? Don't, don't make me do it. Don't. Yeah, the dialogue. The, you don't have to be uh, specific because people get upset. Ow, my nipples. Yeah, I know the ham-fisted like identity politics. I, not Miles Morales, <laughs> by the way. I love my actually. You know, it's Miles funny. is great. I, I preferred yeah. Miles Morales in this game over Peter Parker. They turned Peter Parker into such a pussy. I could not even stand that man talking. He apologized for the last seven hours of the game. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> he was, so sorry. He was like I'm a husband. Sorry. He was like he a was husband like, and yeah. father, right? He was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I missed the spot when I mowed the lawn. <laughs> sorry about the stripes. Like sorry Mary about the... Jane. Mary Jane's yelling at him about the mortgage, and he's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, dude, you're Peter Parker. You should be kicking everyone's ass right now, not crying and, and apologizing. Meanwhile, Miles is out there just busting ass and doing what he's got to do. And he's, you know, he's just, he's just doing Miles stuff. And by the way, Miles' powers are way better than Peter Parker's. Like, you know, that, you know, the, when you hold yeah. the L1, you know, you hold the L1. I don't, I don't do like the spider powers. arms. They felt kind of lame, and Miles felt you know, you cool. Know you know it's funny? They they put the spider arms on Peter Parker. I hated them in the game, and I hated them in the movies. Remember when they started adding it in in what uh, like uh, Infinity War? Yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, no, 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 no. Nobody wants to see that. You know what I mean? I want to see Peter Parker like as Spider Man doing cool stuff, not his stupid arms. You know what I mean? It was like when yeah. Iron Man got the um this uh, not the symbiote. Uh, what the hell is it called? The the nanotech. Um, mask oh, which yeah, basically yeah. was was just a cop out because the actors were getting upset that they weren't getting enough face time in the movies so yeah. this will like the mask every time they spoke and i'm like can you can you guys stop you're iron man not nanotech fake cgi man like you know what iron, I mean? man gets, iron man gets iron man gets satya nadella's powers like unlimited resources <laughs> money and powers <laughs> Which is, it's funny. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk yes, about. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about Satya and AI because you and I have some good discussions on that. Um, yep. in, in the new overlay, I've got the ah crap. I left it. I didn't put a space. I'll fix it later. Um, I've got the the basic set of things that we're going to talk about today, so you know what you're in for. Uh, welcome everybody. Uh, I am Cole Eastwood, and th that was Mag. Mag's amazing. It's good to have him back. He stopped by last week. This is X. Sucks. <laughs> What? He's all right. He's mediocre at best. I met <laughs> at best. I hate that. I at bet whenever someone <laughs> says at best, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Episode 126. Thank you for being here and supporting our show. We really uh, appreciate it. News has been news is on the downturn right now for the holidays while everybody gets ready to spend all their money on stuff they don't need, but everything that they want. So thank you for being here. Uh, let me read out some of the channel member veterans and Patreon people real quick before we get into uh, what I am playing. Cause I've got a little bit of gameplay to put up as well. I want to shout out KOI Bob, Assassin Lupa, Jazzy Newt Box, Ricky Fallon, Hargeet, Shawnee, Jason Lewan, Lord Synergy, Williams, Rig, Farscape, Matt Houston, Zimic, Happy Bomb, Decatron, William Burns, William Lanza, 
Matt Burns, sorry. William Lanza, Udonna Kizada, Robert Jackson, V. Simcoe, Assassin, Poochie Dub, Raiden, Blade, Biscuit, Perspective, Q, Biscuit for the Biscuit, True 77, Michael Ford, Red Source, Attitude Year 12. Some of these I will shorten. Pen, Pineapple, Pen, Trill, Roberts, Darth, Sanji. He changed his name again. That's Macbound, Meat Puppet, Red Wolf, Alan, Del- Alan Altreet, Gamer by Chase, Jedi Golan, Rippin, Highlander, Techno Caveman, Fire 71, That Blue Number, Kung Fu Hot Dog, Uncle Chowder, Shooter 2853, Tex Made 3, VMAC, Clipto's 3, B Martin 001, Blink 182, SR71, Sith Lord, Good Old Collingwood, Lawrence Davenport, Dead Time, Backstreet Boys, KJ War 855, Dusty Patterson, Dark War, Wave Mortem, and Lord Starkiller X, Series X 01. Hold on a second. Wait, yeah. Did you just name like a bunch of bands or, or was I just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I yeah, heard I a Blink-182. I was talking to Talos Ray in the chat here. Hi, Talos. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear Blink-182 and Backstreet Boys. I'm like, wait a minute. Can are you imagine? New, uh, cha- are these new channel members that we need to know about? And should they be doing the new theme song? I think that Blink-182 does the, the actual the, the, the music and then the Backstreet Boys sing the song. I think it'll be a great idea. Perfect collaboration. <laughs> what have be you been playing, by the way? Um... Oh, this is okay. This is a funny story if I keep it brief, but I was thinking, I'm like, I haven't finished fallout four proper. Um, for those of you who played the game, I'll keep this uh, vague, but you, there's like a faction thing you can go through and you make a reveal of who a certain person is. And I was like, uh, I've kind of tied this up. So I just murdered everyone in the building. And then when I <laughs> left, I went to work with the brotherhood of steel and they had me do something they had me complete something I did in the, the end part of Fallout 3. And I'm like, I already did this a few years ago. So I think I stopped playing. Funny enough, Mag, as a yeah. sidebar, uh, thanks to Red Wolf, we were talking about this because I said, I don't think I finished it. I'm going to go back and finish. I'm midway through a new playthrough. I'm just going to go through and finish the whole storyline properly and roll the credits and see it. And Red goes, well, do you have this achievement? And I look and I go, uh, yeah. He goes, do you have this one? I go, uh yeah and he goes you beat the game i'm like i I thought i didn't dang it (laughs) but the funny thing mag was i played that game solid for four months before i was before i was like okay i'm done and i sat it down for like a year or two wow starfield two two solid months and i'm pretty much done like i'm i don't want to play it until they give it something new besides uh the hold the button to eat food and the and the contrast thing so i was so, playing so that. you're telling me you did some faction missions so what you're telling me is that xbox actually completed a factions game but playstation couldn't okay we're gonna move on from here yeah sorry it was right. i know i know i know i know it wasn't funny i attempted i attempted some, uh, the, the segue was was wonderful i love it yeah it, it was funny because Red Wolf and I were talking about it. We just honestly could not remember how the game ended or if it rolled credits. I, I don't remember, but I think I picked the game up like a year later on PC and I started a whole new playthrough. And then I played it again when it came to when it got the Xbox One X version back in 2018 or whatever. So anyway, uh, once we get live, when I get this thing live here, I've been playing. There he goes. I've been playing. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Zombies. It's the only thing I've played. And I played with uh, That Blue Number, who's on Red Wolf's podcast, Realm Renegade podcast. I almost said the name that I'm I'm in front of. And uh, on the Xbox Infinite. Oh my gosh. She's on a couple podcasts. So I played with her, and I played with uh, Dante. Dante. 
Kick yes, ass. Dante. I can't remember we played so much this weekend, but I just want to say this is our first topic. Not the zombies, Mag, but there are di- really differing opinions about this year's Call of Duty, even though it's really low rated across the board. And I don't know if you followed what they've talked about with. Uh, oh, I gotta interrupt you. The chat oh, is there, is there the audio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said okay, the game okay, audio. Cool. okay. Hey, good. Hold on. Reloading. There we go. Good thing I didn't say anything important. Okay, all I said when you couldn't hear me was I've been playing this game with. I hate it when I do that. Normally, I forgot. I brought this footage directly in from my thumb drive. So normally I would have. Yeah. Anyway, I've been playing this game with Holly and Dante. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I immediately loved it. So what I want to talk about today is there's been differing opinions about this game as a whole because it's a four out of 10. Like it's a five out of, it's a, I think it's like a 58 on open critic. And everyone's like universe. It's unanimous that it's not a great game. But I want to talk about why people are saying this one is really good and all I know is the zombies. So tell me what you've known because I could talk about it for a few minutes. No, talk, talk, talk. You inform me. Go. Okay, so... By the way, Arkeley's Prime, I saw what you said. Let me tell you something. You know what Gaz is? He's been fired. And you know where he's been fired? I mean cremated. And his ashes are in the back of my arcade so I could sprinkle it amongst mediocrity with the bad games. All right? So that's where he is. Gone. (laughs) And thank goodness for Gaz. <laughs> thank goodness for Gaz for taking one for the team, you know, to put his body yes. out there to fertilize yeah, the ground. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, he's got to do what he's got to do now. Now he's one with the earth again. So it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you know what? That's what that's getting him back. Because every time I miss a show when I'm away, Gaz is like, Meg's been fine. He's dead. Brav. It's lit, Brav. Yeah. Um, he sounds like a 90-year-old British lady. Oh, Excuse me, sir. Can you please reach up and grab me the box of pears that's on the shelf, please? Could you, bro- like, could you uh, grab me bum, please? Just just, just grab me bum. Yeah, that, that blue number says, <laughs> Stella IGN gave the multiplayer a 6 out of 10. Now, I, I've heard from Gaz, speak of the devil, that the multiplayer is really great, and the people playing it are really liking it. Um, I have a couple quotes that just came up this afternoon. There is an account on Twitter with 843,000 followers called modern war zone. And it's obviously a call of duty war zone centric Twitter handle that helps talk about the game of the community. And this is the tweet they put out today. And I quote modern war zone. I'm not typically a conspiracy guy, but I've never been more likely to believe that the Xbox tath, tax myth that then the uh, oh gosh, I already messed it up. I have been, never been more likely to believe the Xbox tax myth than I am right now. And when I read that, I was like, you likely to believe I've never been more likely to believe the Xbox tax quote myth than I am right now. Meaning this big account that, that talks for the community or speaks with the community thinks that this game's pretty good and it's getting hate because it's attached to Xbox. Now, before I start talking, Mag, I'm going to give this to you because you and I were here three week, two weeks ago yep. saying that we don't believe in the Xbox tax. I said Xbox's tax is most likely their studios not doing that little extra, that above and beyond that yes. earns them that recognition after all this time. 
Yeah, we showed, um, <clears throat> I think you know, somebody sent me a graph actually from uh, this generation of the last three years, right? Of all the Xbox games that have been ranked 8.5 and above. And a lot of them were like 9, 9.1, 9.5, 9.4. Uh, even Psychonauts, I think, hit an, uh, I think Psychonauts was a high 80s, early 90s, something like that. Yep. Uh, you know, yep. the Forza games, you're, um, you're, you're, you're damn near 100% on uh, Flight Simulator, stuff like that. I get like they they may not be the games for everybody, but there are games that are that do score incredibly well for Xbox. The only the only thing is when when it comes to those some of those awards, when they have games that are not as big as that or not what I I hate to use I'm not going to use the word niche, but like if you look like a game like for example the the Horizon series, right? What do they yeah. do? They never put it in the game of the year category. It always goes into the the what what the hell is it called? Not racing. It's 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 something stupid that doesn't sound like it's got nothing to do with racing. But they put it in that category. Is it sports? Yeah, is I it, think they put it, it in, think, in the sports category. I think they put it in the sports category. So that's why that's why they always keep getting screwed on that because usually their highest rated games are happen to be the racing games, right? So I mean, outside of Psychonauts two, which still stands, as I said last night on Web Dave show, um, still stands in my top five game of the generation so far. Um, for all consoles, not yeah. just Xbox. Um, now, the interesting thing is is that I actually watched, surprise, spoiler alert, I watch a lot of um, um, not only Xbox but, uh, you know, podcasts and stuff. I also listen to uh, PlayStation ones too. I like to keep my finger on the pulse of what everybody's up to. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is a lot of people that, that talk smack about some of these PlayStation guys, I can tell you with absolute certainty that two of the biggest ones, I don't, I don't, I don't call names on the shows, two... Actually, no, excuse me, three. Actually, three of them, some of the biggest PlayStation guys all said, this is not Microsoft's fault. I swear, I couldn't, I almost fell out of my chair. What? And they're like, uh, Call of Duty is not their fault. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. saying, stop blaming Microsoft for this Call of Duty. It's not their fault. It was in production before. And this is, um, and this is Activision. There's a whole thing about it. They're talking about how if they release this as a DLC, which it was. Let's not lie to ourselves. Mm -hmm. They release it as a full uh, game because then, at that point, what they could do is that the executives, translation scumbags, can give themselves a year-end bonus. But if you release a DLC, they're, they're not eligible for a year-end bonus based on sales. That okay. is a fact. You can look that up. You better fix that, Microsoft! So, you know what I mean? So, like, you better... You know what I mean? That, that kind I, of I'd be better off if he said that uh, after playing Modern Warfare 3, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Be if Modern War Zones account said um, that I can understand the Xbox curse. Like the, there's an Xbox curse that anything Xbox touches is go going to be doomed. And since this game released two weeks after the official closing of the deal, it's like, oh, if obviously Xbox had nothing to do with the trajectory or the development of this oh. game or how it released or what they would do. But like it's the Midas touch, you know, that anything you touch turns to crap and Xbox. Well, uh, the Red Wolf. Red Wolf just gifted a channel membership to Timmy. Thank you for doing that. Red, that was super nice of you. Um, Timmy, you yes, I'll, I'll get your order sent out. I should have done it today, but I was uh, running around with no head. The interesting thing headless. is, uh, Colt, I was, <laughs> he was a horseman. Headless he was. Um, 
the thing is, is that uh, it's interesting that you that you know you talk about that. There were actually, I did think for a while. I'm like, man, Microsoft gets the worst breaks sometimes. Like you see when they make these third party deals. Like, you know, a la PlayStation does. You know, you make a third-party deal for an exclusive or or a day one in Game Pass, and all of those games bombed. There was, like, three in a row that just didn't work out. One of them was uh, Anthem. This was all, like, in, the, in like, like I think it was, like, in, in an eight-month span. And one of the games was Anthem, and I can't for the life of me, Chad, if you can help me out, there were two other games, and I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for them. It's like they... Like remember when they first revealed Anthem, everybody was yeah. going nuts, and I'm like, oh yeah. man, it looked amazing. Like, what a big win for Microsoft to get a the marketing rights and everything else to that game. I'm like, that is a big win, as a big W for them. This and that, and then the game turned out just well. We know what happened, and then there were two other games right after that, and I was just like, man, there is a bit of a like, what are the odds, right? And you know, Sony tasted a bit of that this year with Forspoken. They look at Forspoken. They made a big third-party deal. They put money into it, a lot of advertising, everything else, and the game fell flat on its face, right? It was one of the biggest embarrassments of the year. Uh, I know they went back and fixed it. I have not played it, but I'd, I'd be interested to know if it actually turned out any good after all this time. But, um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. it, there, there's a bit of it there, but, you know, the thing is, it's, it's like when you have, like, for example, I'm going to take Halo. Okay. I love the campaign. And I love the multiplayer, right? I loved it both. Actually, I love the game. I thought it was a fantastic game. It was actually my favorite Halo uh, since Halo 3. And I'm like, this is a great game. Fab fabulous game. It, they just, it, it was just too little, too late. The, the maps took for bloody ever to get off the ground. The, the, mm -hmm. the, the entire player base took off. They left. And the game just tanked, right? It just didn't do anything. It just tanked. Now it's doing well, but I'm like, okay, what is this? The Dice Syndrome? We're going to wait three years before we make a great shooter? Like, you know, every time Dice releases a game, they're like, don't worry, we'll fix it. And then two and a half years later, they fix it. And I'm like, well, you know what I mean? Like, look at Battlefront 2, never mind, or, or the Battlefields uh, 2042. They're still trying yeah. to, like, or whatever you know, it is. they still got the electric pads on 2042 trying to revive. It's like, clear! And, you know, it's still... It's it's so, the classic. Why didn't you just delay it a year and then you'd be in much better shape? But they they but won't do they it. They won't but do they it. Did but but they did they they did delay Halo a, a full year or whatever. And I'm just saying what I'm getting what I'm getting at here is that it was a great game, but it but as a package it wasn't enough, and that and it fell short. That's what that was the problem. And because of that. That you know, it it just seems like yeah. that's where some of these games go. Outside of, of course, the Forza games, mind you. I, I don't know if I'm not. I'm not talking smack about it, but I mean, has anybody? What's going on with Forza Motorsport? Is anybody playing it? It's like what's happening. I've heard. I that haven't it heard has a not, word. It hasn't hit the numbers that they thought, and Forza Motorsport usually doesn't is not as prolific or as popular as okay. Grand Theft or Grand Theft as Gran Turismo. <laughs> Right. You, you think? Yeah. Or what um, about Horizon? I mean, didn't Horizon do Horizon does amazing. Numbers? Unfortunately, Turn 10 has this very stale racer in comparison to their sister studio with Forza Horizon. You you can't beat it. Like it, it when you're on an Xbox platform, it's kind of tough to play the sim racer um Forza Motorsport when Horizon just captures racing in such a great way all the way around, but in my opinion, as as a big Forza Motorsport fan, there wasn't enough content there. I did the, the one style of races all the way through, um, let's say, 55 races, and then it was done. And then it's like, wait eight days for the next five races. I'm like, no, no. And 
all that stuff you were saying before a few minutes ago about delays and giving it more time and it's going to be great in two years, I can almost hear Turn 10 saying the same thing. Just give us another yeah, year but- or two and it's going to be amazing. I'm like, no, I would have rather wait. I mean, I was really chomping at the bit to play, but I would rather Xbox say it's not coming out until it blows people's pants off. Well, you know, the thing is, you're right. And the, and the bigger problem is, at the end of the day, is that the gaming space has become so crowded because there's so much money to be made. And let's face it, even from the last generation, the amount of gamers in the world has grown exponentially. As a result, these companies are fighting for, for our attention, right? So you can't put out... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying bad, but like if, if it's not like attention-grabbing... If it's not damn near perfect, if it's not a big, well, you know, I'm going to say the old term of bang or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just going to it's just going to disappear. And it's going to get swallowed up because you know what? There's five other games fighting for your for gamers attention right now and on and on and on. I mean, I just bought three of them, uh, you know, they had Black Friday deals, and I just bought Alan Wake 2. I got Final Fantasy 16 for super cheap. It was like 60% off or something like that. So, I picked up that and then um uh, what was the other one? Oh, at RoboCop Rogue City. And mm-hmm. um, and Assassin's Creed Mirage, which was also like fifty percent off. So I picked up all those games, whatever, and they all came out around the same time as you guessed it, Forza Motorsport. Never mind Call of Duty, right? So I mean, I didn't buy Call of Duty, but I'm just saying, you know, for people who did, that's a lot of attention grabbing, right? So your product has and to Alan be Wake came out near- the same time. It's right, yeah. and it's got critical acclaim and everything else uh, i can't wait to dive into that uh but the thing is is that you got all these games fighting for your attention and if you're not running with the big dogs in the front you're in the back and that's going to continue to happen because you know sony i mean i know sony's not really doing a whole lot right now but you have to be a complete idiot to think that they got nothing coming up for the second half of this gen you remember ps4 nothing came for four counted kids Four years before they started, you know, before they started tombstoning the competition with Uncharted 4 in 2017. Because from 2013 to 2017, it was 16, pretty bare yeah. bones. And no, we'll, yeah, oh, sorry, for, 20, for three solid years. Yeah, I mean, they, they had, it, we're, we're treading really old ground, but people didn't but, see it. And I tried to I'm point saying, it out that for some reason, the horrible failure of an Xbox One had better games in the first opening three years. Did. <laughs> and you're right, by 2017... Xbox like, yeah, it's like yeah, they kinda, sale. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, and then PlayStation, the second half of the gen, started crushing it. What's happening oh, yeah. in this gen? Yeah, it's it's year three, and they've been pretty quiet about what's coming up for the first party and all this other kind of stuff. We don't know what the hell is going well, on there. Let, let right? me so, let me railroad this. Let me just ramrod this right in here because this is something I might have talked <laughs> about later in the show. Let's ramrod right now. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. I. Uh. I <laughs> Excuse me, Colt. Jesus. Lord. Uh, um, yeah, hit the like button. You're having a good time on the kids. show. We, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about, so we'll keep you entertained and informed and all that stuff. But I, I wanted to talk about this PlayStation thing because whenever the news is talking about PlayStation and Xbox is quiet on a show like the one that Meg and I do, I'm like, I don't really want to spend too much time talking about PlayStation, but it is no, funny no. that right now, PlayStation has, um, for let's say they put out five exclusives next year, and then they'll probably put out five the year after that. Two of those are from first party, and that's the way it's been for PlayStation for a long time. And I yeah. laugh, Mag, when people say, 
Well, this was going to be the first topic. We'll, we'll get into it after I talk about this. Sure. The first topic being the leapfrog. People say, well, Xbox had to buy, spend $70 billion to get where they are. And I, and I tell these guys, you, you think that PlayStation Studios has been free? Do you think that that majority release of games that are exclusive to the Xbox, to the PlayStation platform, are not paid for money-hatted games? But because sure. next year, Mag, let's talk about 2024 for a minute. We'll talk about Xbox's 2024 as well during the show. But I don't know if you know off the top of your head. I only slightly know. Uh, I could pull up the graphic. But for 2024, what yep. does PlayStation have that you can't get on Xbox? Uh, um, the Final Fantasy Rebirth. I know that for sure. Okay. I'll do that's this. The, that's the big one. That's the big one at the beginning of the year. Uh, they've got the... Well, I get. I, I don't want to call The Last of Us Two Remastered a game. Because, I mean, it's a game, but I mean, you know, it's a ten dollar upgrade. Oh I'm yeah, that's a first okay. party game. I guess I. I, I, I don't know. I, let's let's leave that off the list because that's not really a game. Um, I mean, it's just kind of there as a supplementary game for people who never had. It's it, a ten dollar so. upgrade, so yeah, it's a ten dollar upgrade. I'm not going to count it. Okay, but let's so it's, go not, like, it's not going to get. Re- it's not going to get like an official review. If we're going to be totally, totally. Uh, Hell Di- Hell Divers Two. Okay, I know we'll that for sure. You. Yeah, and and fi- right. as we know, Final Fantasy Rebirth, we know nothing else. I would it, imagine we'll find out more well, of the game. We're show. pretty sure Stellar Blade is coming because they oh, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, 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 they yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. said it would come out at the end of this year, and and now we think uh, Stellar Blade's coming out. And then is Rise of Ronin also coming out? I oh 24? yeah, that's another one I forgot. Yeah, Concord's coming out. Well, that's that five. Concord's coming out. They said 2024. And then there's okay. like one, there's probably one more. Let me see if the chat I'm sure knows. there's something big. There's something big at the end of the year. They're not going to walk into this, into the fall with nothing. Uh, however, we got confirmation that Wolverine is 2025, which makes yes. sense. I mean, Insomniac needs to take a bit. I mean, I know the name is kind of ironic. It seems like they don't sleep, but I mean, they got to take a break. So I think, you know, there's got to be something else that we just don't know about. I don't know, but we'll find out, I uh, guess. But Boba if- Fett says, oh, there, that, that's it. That's it. Uh, Foam Stars, which is a uh, money had it exclusive from Ubisoft for PlayStation. And then we're pretty sure people I've talked to are pretty sure Death Stranding 2 is coming. Phase 23, Brooklyn, New York's got Stellar Blade, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Helldivers, MLB The Show. Forgot about that. One of my favorites. Rise yeah, of Ronin. So he's got yeah. five. Uh, did he add one? MLB. So, uh, yeah, I think seven was kind of what I was shooting for. And the only first party games are Stellar Blade and... I think uh, Rises Ronin and Helldivers are published by PlayStation. So there's, that's like three first-party games, which right. is a lot more than they had this year. But uh, right. yeah, so <laughs> I can't remember where I was going with that. But that well, that's... No, I, I think we were just talking about, we were going into the conversation of, you know, if you're going to release a game and you want it to stick around, then it's got to be able to you know, stand out above the comp- the competition. And the competition is not just PlayStation. Competition is also third party. You know what I mean? The That's third the party is a bigger competition than anything. Yeah, like exactly. you said 10 minutes ago, uh, games are competing for your time and your money. Yeah, and if yeah. you got a guy who won't stop playing a live service game that he plays every night with his friends, maybe it's an older game like League of Legends or, or something like that. You're, you're trying to get those people off of that game to buy something else. And I think Phil Spencer's talked about that, how games as a service are really, they get to do or die. And it's what PlayStation's dealing with right now. What I was segueing into that is Jez Corden of Windows Central wrote an article today and said, uh, 
for the first time in history, Xbox is about to leapfrog PlayStation in revenue. And he put up a chart that um, was calculated showing Tencent, Xbox, and PlayStation and Nintendo in revenue yearly that was projected out from last year's revenue, putting Tencent at almost $16 billion for a year for 2024. And then Xbox behind them at $10 billion and PlayStation in third place at $8 billion now that they have Activision, Blizzard, and everything else. And I, that didn't go over too well today, Mag. That's that's the $10 billion that includes Activision, Blizzard? Yep. Yeah, oh, okay, with the, all right. With everything Xbox is doing, and, <clears throat> and <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not, I, I, I miss Mountain Dew, but I'm drinking some lemonade. Mountain Dew makes everything better. Um, What we're looking at is gaming revenue. Like it says Microsoft and Sony and Tencent, but make no mistake. This is Xbox game platform revenue. This, the Sony stuff is all PlayStation platform portal, PS five games on PS plus premium extra, all that, all that is included. And with both, both sides having, 20-some, 30-some studios. This is what the revenue is going to look like. And for the first time, without selling more plastic, Mag, Xbox will have more revenue than PlayStation, and it took quite a bit of purchase power to do it. So what are your thoughts? Yeah. And will the, will, the, will the world end? No, and you know the key to what you said there was that at the ending there, because of the purchasing power. Um, now they got to back it up with IP. So now that they've purchased all of these, you know, and basically, in a way, it's almost like brute forcing the revenue by buying, you know, 70 billion. No, not 70. You could say 85 to 90 billion if you include Zenimax in, in the deal or whatever else, right? And so you, you got all that now, and you basically are taking all that revenue from those third party, from those previous third party games now become first party. Fine. Now, for the longevity of the future, the proof of the pudding is not next year. The proof of the pudding is going to be two years, three years, four years, five years from now when those companies that they have acquired start producing IPs. They have to land. Those IPs have to land. And that's where that's the key to all this. And not just Call of Duty. Call of Duty is wonderful. Call of Duty is great. It's the best seller every year. Even if it's crap, it's still the best seller every year, right? Uh, but that's not enough. That's not enough to sustain an entire business model around. It is for Activision, maybe somewhat, because. But Activision, I don't know. They still got World of Warcraft. They got their Diablo. They got all the, you know those games of the service that carry on for literally decades, right? And, and they make so much money because they make the so amount of people money. playing is crazy. And I want right. to ask you, Meg, about the longevity or the or the viability of Call of Duty. Some people are saying that Call of Duty may be on its last legs. We're now seeing the downturn. No, 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 no one cares be- about Call of Duty. I've got a couple tweets that post up captured today that kind of goes back to this Xbox tax. A user named Doug B. Dan, it says, genuinely don't understand Call of Duty getting its worst reviews of all time with Modern Warfare 3. Pause. I mean, he's saying I don't understand, but everybody knows it was rushed out. It was it was stretched out, Stretch Armstrong DLC where they charge you $70 and they tried to make it a full release. We've seen that done before with other games and no one likes that. He says, especially not the multiplayer. We've had some terrible Call of Duties, but none have ever been scrutinized this heavily by major gaming media outlets and reviewers. What changed? And he has 247,000 views on his tweet. Here's another one, Meg. Uh, 
Modern changed. War. It was a bad game. That's all it is. It's got nothing to do with Xbox. It's got nothing to do like that. That that bothers me. I don't like that narrative. Because if yeah. a bad game's a bad game, like they can make 15, 16 titles in the series. One of them's gonna be crap at some point. The last one was uh, Ghost, and I actually liked Ghost. Funny enough. <laughs> oh, well, I don't I have it. I don't have any reason to defend Call of Duty at all. I don't even really like the franchise over the past ten years. So I'm I wouldn't defend it no matter who owned it. it has nothing to do with that. But and nothing to do. With I it. hear from all of my friends who are actually playing the the. They say that the the multiplayer is amazing, and I've heard from I. Gosh, I heard from so many Xbox guys that the campaign was was awesome, and I'm like, I, I don't know if it was. I can't say because I haven't played it. Modern Warzone, that that person that I talked about earlier in the show, had another tweet said, "Modern Warfare Three, <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. Modern Warfare Three is the best Call of Duty multiplayer we've had in years, but somehow it's also the worst reviewed Call of Duty game of all time. I don't understand it, especially when you compare game scores to other ones like Vanguard, which I remember Vanguard like three years ago was really bad. Uh, I even tried to play the campaign. I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. Uh, he says, do you think these reviews are deserved? There's two more. Charlie Intel, who's a huge uh, semi-official or a big representative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I know. Who, you know. I know who Charlie Intel is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says PC Gamer Review says Modern Warfare Three is not fun because Sledgehammer Games. Took, well, PC Gamer's been rough on Starfield and Xbox lately. PC Gamer says Modern Warfare Three is not fun because Sledgehammer Games took a sledgehammer to the movement that Infinity Ward had in Modern Warfare Two. The reviewer calls slide canceling and faster mantling cheesy techniques. Ah, it's just a complaint. One more. PC Gamer says, Microsoft celebrates its conquest of Activision and the triumph of capitalism with a montage video that mashes up Modern Warfare, Halo, Diablo, and Starfield, and more. And, that, and that's an old, uh, for the for the trailer. It's just a, like a list of all of a sudden there's this Call of Duty hate. But I think, unfortunately, you, know you and I are kind of, we're in agreement here that yeah, I don't, I think you're just I think looking it's... at one of the worst Call of Duties in a while. Exactly. It's a bad game. It's a bad game. You could you could dress up a pig, but it's still a pig at the end of the day. And and, and, and I, like I said, I haven't played it, but I know a mountain of people, and I've watched videos, reviews, everything else from actual reputable sources saying, no, it's not good. It's okay. It's serviceable. It's not bad. It's not like it's mm -hmm. not a broken game. The game works. The the shooting mechanics are still excellent. The movement, everything else. But at the end of the day, they're like, it's just not great. It's it's a six out of ten. That's it. What? Let oh, me ask oh, you, Meg, fun. and the audience yeah. somehow simultaneously. Yeah. Um, Meg, in your opinion, if you're just going to kind of look as a broad stroke about what do you think the Call of Duty score overall as a whole, if you were to take them all and give them a, out of 10 over the past 14 years or whatever it's been. I think the average is like 8.5 or 8.6, somewhere around there, but would be my guess, because a lot of them have scored in the 90s. Not a lot, excuse me. There's a, there's a handful of them have scored like 90, 91, 80, like high 80s, somewhere around there. I think Vanguard was a lot lower, and I think it was in the 70s. So I think yeah. on average, we're looking at about an 86, 87, uh, somewhere around there. That's actually really good. Now, the thing is, what I was about to say there, I said, you know, if this year is not a great year, fine. It's not a great year. Um Conspiracy theories about you know about people like you know trash talking the game because Microsoft owns them now. I don't buy it. I just buy I just buy that it's a bad game. I've seen the spawn. I've seen the spawn videos. I've seen all that stuff. They're saying that it's some of the worst spawning in, in Call of Duty ever. The campaign wasn't good. Everything felt rushed. 
they're saying that the zombies, I heard the zombies was fun, but some people are saying, you know, all it was was a war zone with zombies in it, this and that. Although I heard it was good, uh, but I'm not going to pay $100 just to play zombies. So, you know, because obviously it's not in Game Pass this year. Now, if Microsoft uh, now has control of Activision and next year, which I believe uh, the rumors are to be believed that it's going to be Black Ops uh, Gulf War next year, right? And mm-hmm. um, if that game just absolutely crushes, no one's going to say anything. No one's going to say they go, ah, Xbox owns them, so I'm going to give them a four out of ten or whatever. Like, on, you I know, mean, on the, on people should Steam be reviews. So some will be, do that. They should be savvy enough to say. You know what? When you look back, the Sledgehammer Call of Duties are not the best ones. They're usually. I was about to say that Sledgehammer has a history of releasing not so great. What a wonderful time for Sledgehammer to launch their Call of Duty on the on the opening of the doors with Xbox. It's like here we are. They sashay in like. Yeah, here's our four out of ten. History uh, speaks for itself, and they have yeah. and they have struggled with Call of Duty. Uh, I think in the future they should be pulled off Call of Duty and go do something else. Go make I think something we've, else. I think we've loved the Treyarch Call of Duties, and we've liked the. No, I'm sorry. We've loved the Infinity Ward Call of Duty. Is what I meant to say. Hell and yeah. We've, and we've liked the Treyarch ones, and then the Sledgehammer ones were kind of. I think most people who play them every year go, "Yeah, the Sledgehammer ones aren't that great." And I just wonder, for once. The, I think maybe Call of Duty is this is the worst it's ever been reviewed, and it's just a really horrible timing uh, set of timing for Xbox. So sure. I asked the audience, um, "What is the collective score?" I meant to, I wanted to say, in your opinion, like like I asked Mag, but if you were to just kind of like guess, what is the collective score for all Call of Duties right now? The majority are saying around an eight. So uh, according to this vote that just started a minute ago, uh, people would probably think as a whole. Uh, some 700 plus people with here. Thank you for being here. Hit the like button. If you're having a good time. We're not going to, st- we're not going to talk about call of duty forever. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I think, yeah, I mean, call of duty is typically, and I would, I would agree with the numbers right now. If you asked me, Meg, I would say eh, they're about mid 70, high 70 as a whole. Uh, for the most part, there's been a couple, there's been some that have been completely amazing. Like I think modern war, the original modern warfare from, uh, Oh nine or whatever it was. That people yeah. would probably give it like a nine or a ten because it just oh, arrested it was. I think us it was, back in the day. I think it was a ninety. It was like a ninety-two, ninety-three. I think on Meta. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, but I, I mean, remember- it feels like a ten, right? I remember I went to my friend's house and he was playing. I didn't have a three sixty yet, and he was like, "Hang on a second. He was in the middle of a mission, and he got on the helicopter, and then this nuke went off, and the helicopter spun out and crashed, and I was sitting there, and I've been playing it on an Xbox original, like been playing um, Lego Star Wars with my kid and stuff, and I was like going, looking at his TV like, are you, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, let me grab some super chats here, Mag. Sure. You're, you're looking super handsome today. I must, I know. I must say. I'm aware of it, yes. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so like unimpressed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're like, here we go. Thank Solo. you. I know. Joshua Erickson. The original modern warfare meta was 97. Beautiful. Thank you for checking that. Who was that? I against? knew that it was. Sorry. Oh uh, it was Joshua Erickson. Thank you, Joshua. I appreciate that. 97. Like these are, and, and I went back and I played, I mean, I, I played every single call of duty that's ever come out, uh, except for this one. And uh, because I knew, we, we knew exactly what it was. Did you see? Did you see those videos of the guys who uh, put the physical discs in uh, without being on the internet, and it literally fired up as Modern Warfare Two, and it showed up as DLC. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. And, and right, it and was showing up that way on. It was showing up that way on. Yeah. Then the, then the the font changed. The Modern Warfare three. I'm like, oh, surprise, surprise. Like that. Like that. It's you know that Instagram <laughs> thing that shows surprise. up. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. There it is. Like hell. Go to hell. You put the disc in. And it's like, did you wash your PS five today? Yeah. <laughs> Let me read these supers. <laughs> My my life is so ruined with reels. Uh, shout out to Septic Sauce Gaz for ruining my life. Uh, Achilles Prime, the, the Australian $2. Thank you, buddy. He goes, can't wait for Phil Spencer to introduce Zelnik GTA 6. Uh, I don't know. I think PlayStation is going to try to get the marketing for that. But just go buy Take, take 2 and just ruin everyone's world. Would you, Xbox? <laughs> just do it. Go buy, go buy, go buy uh, Embracer as well. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. Well, they just... They're laying off a bunch of people. Ten percent of Crystal Dynamics got laid off. I'm like, why, are, Crystal? Why are you laying off employees? Like, you're supposed to be getting ready to work with Xbox on Perfect Dark. Like, come on, Xbox, keep these people floating. Dead Planet with the two dollars says rumors Xbox's big show at the TGA. What are your thoughts? Um, I think we said last week, Mag. We better not see Senua talking to herself in a puddle reflection <laughs> or uh, screaming at the camera again. Yeah, she can't. She can't scream at the camera anymore. I, like just. I want to see. Send you a like walk through a dark cave, and it transitions into like a very busy grocery store, and she has to try and use a self checkout thing from someone from the sixteen hundreds, <laughs> and she's like. Biff <laughs> Rinaldi um, with the five. <laughs> Thank you, Biff Rinaldi. He says, good evening, fellow cultists. Crack that Mountain Dew and sit back for a great show. Hit the like button and go play some Starfield. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'll, I'll stay off the... I was drinking so much Mountain Dew. I was just like, I need it. Uh, Gaz Septic Sauce says, why is Meg pretending to me? Well, when I first had the gameplay up, it said Septic Sauce in your name, so I didn't change the overlay. Oh, he really? Says, That's horrible. I- Jesus. You, you almost no got No wonder the um, numbers went down. Yeah. <clears throat> we were at like got, 850 and then it went down to 680. I'm like, "Oh, well, obviously because the name changed." Yeah. He gas, says I have thanks. I have more hair on my pubic area than he has on his head. Well, I hope so. I would hope very much so. Uh, yeah. okay. The <laughs> boner jam stops by with a $5. He says, "Yo, Maglodon and Colt Southwood, what time do we discuss how much better PS5 is than, the, than Xbox? Happy Thanksgiving, boys, and lo- hugs and kisses, he gives. Uh, if you're in North oh. America or you're in America, or I don't know where everybody s- celebrates it, but this Thursday, it's Thanksgiving, so, you know, uh, eat something. That's great. Balding baby with a two. They could salvage the loss and put it up on on pass. I, I don't know what we were talking about Damn it, what are we talking about? What were we talking about loss. at that time? Oh, Damn. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's probably talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 because I was talking about this last night while I was playing zombies. I'm like, this That's- is really, really fun. I go, imagine in January or February when everything's all ready to start saying and putting stuff on Game Pass. They're like, hey, remember that Call of Duty that just came out? Yeah, that one last year? Yeah, it's on Game Pass now. Like, See, that, cool. would, that would be, that would be like, I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. But I'm just gonna say, like that would actually bring a lot of people into the game that that maybe were hesitant at first. Because then, if it's on Game Pass and I hear that Zombies is great, then I'll go play the Zombies. I love Zombies. And then, if there were any like the spawning issues and whatever else they had some issues with uh, with the map with the multiplayer, guess what? By January, it'll be fixed, gu- guaranteed. So they could probably, you know what I mean? And then put yeah. it on Game Pass with all those fixes in place. 
then you got yourself a decent game, right? And then the campaign, well, the campaign's a campaign. You can't really do anything about it, um, but it is what it is. Some people liked it. Some people thought it was boring. Some people thought it was too short. Some, You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And yeah. whatever, you can't change the campaign. However, you could tool the multiplayer and the zombies and release it on Game Pass. You know what I mean? And there you go. And then you watch you watch the engagement shoot through the roof. In fact, I think the smarter ideas would be to launch it the night of the Game Awards, if they're allowed to. Oh, yeah. Like, just say, I... by the way, tonight, after the show, you know, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever. You know, and uh, here you go. And then uh, here's Modern Warfare. Steven Smith says Mag's room is spectacular in the chat. He says Thank that. you, Steven Smith. Yes, I have more cabinets coming, but uh, I, I kind of had uh, I had some issues with the NFL Blitz one, and I'm working on a centipede one as well. So, uh, And uh, you know what, the, the, you know what the, um, the great white buffalo is for me that I can't seem to get my hands on? A dragon's lair. Why would you want that? Because like, I, I can't I imagine never... that one being fun to even play. Because I, I can't get It's so cool, but... though. It really is. It's so cool that I just, and it was the one that always drew me in when I was at the arcade. I would stare at it, and then I'm like, fine, I'll do it. And then I would play it and die in 14 seconds. My we life the- goal before I pass on into another world is going to finish Dragon's Lair at one point. I don't care if I'm 93. I'm going to be like, you son of a bitch. And I'll be like, dude, moves my joystick. I'll, I'll get him. We had the, the pizza place in our city where um, they had like this little corner room with all the arcade cabinets. There's like five or six there. And we would go there after baseball games, like clop around in our cleats and everyone would go over and huddle around the games. And I remember right there in the corners at dragon's lair. And I swear it was like four quarters to play it. And I would watch like my buddy put four stirrups hanging out in the back as a baseball player. And then, uh, yeah, he'd put four quarters in there and die in one second and start putting in more quarters. I go, you're rich, bro. Yeah, no, no, thank you. But yeah. Um, but when you get the NFL Blitz, I'm coming over. Oh, that's, dude, the NFL Blitz is going to be the that, that's the that's that's going to be the golden goose. Uh, the other ones, I, what I'm trying to do, okay, just I'll explain it very quickly in like 30 seconds. The I have very specific machines, and the reason why is I'm trying to get a representation of every arcade game I played over the course of three solid, well, you could say almost three and a half solid decades of arcade gaming. And that's why I'm going to get that. There's a there's a there's a, an, an Atari one that has the centipede on it, millipede, and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, what the hell is it called? Tempest and some other games like that. Uh, Missile Command, um, a Lunar Landing, all games like that are going to be on one cabinet. That's to represent the very first games I ever played. The next evolution, which is already behind me, which is Miss Pac-Man, that was the penultimate of my '80s, right? Because that was like Pac-Man, Dig Dug, uh, Galaxian, oh, uh, Galaga. Those are all on the machine. Dig Dug 2 is on there as well. And then we moved on into the 90s, which is the fighting scene, which dominated the 90s for me, which, of course, Mortal Kombat right here. I got all the Mortal Kombats in there. And then the one in the very back is the Street Fighter. It's got all the Street Fighters on there, right? See, back there. Did, did you ever play Die Hard, the, the arcade game? I think it was co-op. It was two-player. Yeah, loved, loved it. That was good. Yeah. Everybody then, uh, write in the chat what your favorite 80s arcade game is, one that you all that you always either played or you had to go and stand there and watch the demo for 18 minutes while you could smell Jojo's being cooked around the corner. Um, mine would probably be, Hmm. It's a toss up between watching golden ax, uh, uh, or watching outrun. I don't know why I, I didn't didn't put a lot of quarters in, in machines when I was a kid, my money went straight to candy and that's why I don't have any teeth left. 
Hey, but, uh, yeah. no, it's because you're old. Uh, sorry, I was going to say the last cabinet was the last video game I ever played in an arcade, which was, I mean, other than the nonsense they have now, which are just those, you know, those Plinko machines or whatever the hell they call them just for tickets, right? Yeah. Uh, well, now they're virtual tickets. But, I mean, an actual arcade, the last ones I played was when I was in already in the restaurant business. My first job was at a bar and grill. And, of course, what did they have in the corner there? They had an NFL Blitz. And later on, Big Buck Hunter. So Big Buck Hunter I used to play with my wife when we were dating before we got married. So Big Buck Hunter's there behind me. And then the last one would be NFL Blitz. Wasn't that your so nickname I... online and on AOL? Oh, well, you know, that's the OnlyFans. By the way, no sauce pizza. He wanted to shout out because he's got to go back to work or something. He goes, I, want, I expect to hear my name later. So no sauce pizza, you get a shout out. But let me tell you something. There's nothing worse than a, than a pizza with no sauce. It makes absolutely zero sense. As an Italian, I have to say um, this is a travesty. So we got to cut that out. We're going to change your name to extra sauce pizza starting next week. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to represent every cabinet from every part of my childhood all that's the way awesome. up into my adulthood. And then that's it. Then I'm done. Then I don't need any other arcades because then I've, I've, I went from 1979 all the way to 2010. And that's when I stopped playing arcade because, I, like I said, NFL Blitz, or sorry, Big Buck Hunter was just in the bar that I used to play and they don't have them anymore. So there it is. Yeah, I, I was listening to Matt Booty's interview last week. He was interviewed and talked about his time at Midway, which I used to play Cruise in USA once in a while. And he worked on that game. And um, he talked about how there was no game engine there was no hardware you built the game right on this one specific board that was the chipboard and like that was the game there was no you didn't have like here let me start with you know it was like they just built it and he also explained um i made a video about this with uh that talks about ai but he explained that everybody did everything like the guy who made all the signs that you drove by also did the combat and and create it and then you know whatever it was it those were old days and there, there awesome. is magic no. in those cabinets those are you johnny yep are you johnny with a five dollar thank you Harry. he says happy thanksgiving to everyone in the u.s happy holidays on the way he says we'll drop a couple of codes in the chat hargy is plays more games and he buys more games he's amazing david kirkoff with the six euro says playstation games are <laughs> What do you say? Places <laughs> and games are like Norp movies. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. When I, when I started That's up Spider Man, I don't want to get into the Spider Man discussion, but when I started it, I was frustrated for the first hour. It felt like they kept taking away control constantly. I would walk, they'd take the game. I would go over and push a button, they'd take the game. I would do something, it would take over. And I was like, Ride a bicycle. Get, uh, of course, they don't need to reel you in because I already know I'm gonna. I already like that movie. I like the last or that game movie. That was a Freudian slip. Risk it for the biscuit. Who's been Ugh, a channel member for he twenty? Want? He wants you, man. No, it's go away. Risk it. You have a meeting. I saw you have a meeting. Go to the meeting. Yes. What did he say? <laughs> Can you imagine being in a, in a in a team's meeting or whatever, and you're like an alt tab over to the podcast? Mag's making fun of me. He says, I have thousands of hours in Call of Duty going all the way back to the first. Yeah, this multiplayer too. is among the best they've done. It Ooh. refined Modern Warfare 2 and is almost perfection. And I think maybe he was be speaking in a bit of hyperbole, but honestly, from the people who are playing Call of Duty multiplayer, that's mostly what I've heard, that they love it, that it's great. So I, that, maybe that's why these big Call of Duty accounts are like, what's what they hate? Because they're not knee deep in the, in the nonsense. Yeah. Nintendo the otaku. 
Nintendo on the Otaku, thank you for the five. He says, stop forcing this BS narrative that it's bad to sound neutral. If it's the campaign, then yes, the scores are deserved, but any low review for multiplayer is BS. I agree, Nintendo on. If you give the campaign a four, but multiplayer is the other three quarters of the game and you think it's great, give the game a seven. I don't care what you give it. Can I ask a question? Because yes. I'm an achievement I'm an achievement slash trophy hunter. Um, the one thing that always pisses me off about Call of Duty is not always, not always, is that they never put any achievements or trophies on the multiplayer. They do for I think Treyarch does it, but the other ones they put all of it like so all like like if I'm playing on Xbox, they put all thousand achievement points on the campaign, which bothers me because then I'm like, oh, okay, they do? I, I'll, I didn't I'll know that. Oh, I can't stand it. I mean, I get thousand of a thousand every time, but it, it it just bothers me that they do that, right? Because I want to have, I mean, I know like just gaming and playing the multiplayer is an incentive on its own, and same with zombies. But sure. I want more of an incentive. I want let me get a, a, a an achievement or a trophy for finishing zombies, you know, for for getting whatever level a hundred in multiplayer, something like that, something to gun for, you know. For I, like I got that one rare in zombies. I mean, that is on this one, but I know it's probably different for every game. Okay. Uh, Lethal Papa, by the way, Lethal Papa, what's up? Uh, he says they have 100 points for level 55 multiplayer. Oh, geez. Okay. I think is, uh, Holly just is, hit is, that thing the other day. Is that yeah. it, though? Is that the li- that the only one? No, like, zombie, no, I got uh, I got 20 or 50 for doing a, a, a mission and extraction in zombies. Uh, oh, good. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. See, that, that entices me now a little bit. So, oh, lots of achievements in zombies. Perfect. That's, that's exactly what I wanted to hear because... If you go back and play Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2, all 1,000 achievement points were put into the campaign, which is great because I love the campaigns because I always play them once. I play them twice on Veteran, and I get all those achievements. And then I go back and do those stupid ones. You know, it's like, you know, shoot eight Jeeps in four seconds or whatever. You know what I mean? Like on level level five or whatever the hell it is. And you do that, right? But Yeah, I mean, I've... uh I know from what it sounds like, I don't really play Call of Duty, but I look back and I, I'm very sure I've completed every campaign except for Ghost and Vanguard and this one. I, actually, I didn't finish last year's. Like, I got all the way to the end and I got a glitch and it made me redo a mission that I hated. So really? I don't know how many there have been, but I'm pretty sure there's only been four Call of Duty campaigns I haven't finished. I've done them all. And... Yeah. Uh, I'm because they're usually five hours and they're always really fun. Like bing, bang, bang. There's here's this mission. Then there's a sniper mission. Then there's this big set piece. You're driving something in this one. Um, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. And I got to say, because I meant to say while I was showing the footage, you it, it glitched when I came in, but it brings you in on you fast rope out of a helicopter and you're in this huge war zone map and there's just zombies come up out of the ground and they're just coming from every angle and you're just and it's got this real heavy auto aim and you're just blowing them to pieces. And it's not like the one we played a couple of years ago where you're in these tight corridors and you got to kind of funnel them in, which is fun in its own way, but it's got a lot of the same things. You just got to play it uh, and check it out. Let me move the next one. Highlander zero zero one. Thank you for the five. He says, my friends and I love the new zombie mode. We just wish that we could get rid of the time limit or make it two hours and drop with a party of four or six. So right now it's only three, but you party up with, you don't party up. There are like 12 people or 16 people in the world mag, but you can have three people on your team. So when you see other people, you can't hurt them. They can't hurt you. You're just kind of doing your thing, which is weird. I don't know what, what, why it needs you, to do that. You help each other out. 
yes, like you, if they look like they're getting overrun, you can certainly shoot across the road or go right next to them and shoot zombies with them and help them out. You can, I think you can probably you revive them. Um, and well, Yoda is alive. Don't be a smart ass. <laughs> Um, I'm sure you didn't play the black ops four campaign. We know there was no campaign. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, (laughs) That that, that is funny. And funny enough, I did play a lot of multiplayer on that early in the beginning. And, and, and then I was like, well, this is fine. It's still pretty good. Um, so sorry, one more question about the zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Go go ahead. ahead. Maybe, maybe this is a question that you're going to ask. Okay. I was just going to say, is it like, just like 360 chaos or like they're like okay we got to get over there we got to do it like are they just coming from every angle because i could see that getting tiring really quick it's like like if there's no strategy you're just blindly shooting and i don't understand it yet because i only played a couple map matches but you drop in and the world is kind of a circle map it's pretty big and then it's split into zones level one zombies level two and i think three and so you got to be careful where you go and then you go over like you walk like three blocks and you activate a little mini quest and it's like, okay. go turn on the machine and do this. And the blah, blah, blah. And you, then they go complete. And then you grab your reward and you're like, go over here, call in the mercenaries and you do that. And you're kind of killing time looking through all the loot, like you do in Fortnite or Warzone, And then you have, it's a 30 minute match or 45 minute match. And then you have 15 minutes to extract. Like you, you can wait to the end. Um, when I played right before the show, we got there five minutes before the extraction started. So we stood in this field shooting zombies, dogs that are on fire and all kinds of stuff. And then the extraction started, the helicopter came down and we were there for 10 long minutes blowing the crap out of everything. And we extracted like eight of us from the map extracted and got a bunch of XP. So that's the oh, game. That's it's it. cool. Though. That's interesting. Uh, at X music. Thank you for that. And by the way, the doctor, I'm not drinking beer. I'm drinking sparkling water. Not after the weekend we just had. Um, the doctor was with me. It was, uh, it was a rough one. Uh, anyways. Um, okay. Well, that's sounding like promising. Like I could see them working on that and saying, okay, we're going to add this and that to it. And, you know, I mean like tweak it, make it better, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, and they could do things like that over the course of the next month or so. I'm sure they've heard the feedback of people who are happy slash unhappy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and zombies mode, I, it, it could get a little tiring, and I don't mean boring, but like you're shooting a lot of zombies. You they just die and they drop ammo or stuff. So you just run over. You don't have to pick up anything. You just walk over the stuff constantly. And it's just a lot of it's it's a long forty five minutes of staying on the trigger. And uh, it, but it's cool. Highlander zero zero one with the two dollar. Thank you, Highlander says Mag. You don't want Space Ace. I beat that game. Space, uh, Ace. Space Ace actually there is a cabinet that has Dragon's Lair one two and Space Ace on it. Space Ace was made by the same guy who created Dragon's Lair, so it's it's a it's a cartoon, yeah, cartoon interactive uh, cartoon uh, video game. So all three of those games are on one cabinet. That's the Great White Buffalo that I can't seem to get my hands on. But um, anyways, yes, yeah, thank you for that. Though. Yeah, I'm it sure great. it's expensive. One more Spartan six six one. Thank you for the five. He says Happy Thanksgiving to everyone that shares this in the time of the season. The giving is what starts the other half of the season of gifting. Just enjoy. Um, do you have any big purchases that you're going to gift yourself uh this holiday uh, season mag well i bought those three games i was telling you about i bought uh final F- uh, four games final fantasy um uh robocop um assassin's creed mirage and alan wake 2 that's it that's and that's it for the pre- pretty much the year well i guess if pan if um if uh, what's it called avatar uh, whatever it is of pandora there does well mm-hmm. if it scores well then i'll pick that up because uh, my wife it wants won't. to play co-op 
You don't think so? It, it won't, but I'm getting it anyway. I, I bet it's going to get like a, a high 60 or a 7, but it oh. still looks fun. I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, it looks amazing. I mean, I, it looks pretty solid. But anyway, we'll see what happens when that comes out. But uh, it, It's just we'll funny because the, there's a little bit of Far Cry in that game. Yeah. And the Far Cry games are pretty good, and they don't score all that well. So I'm just like, whatever. That's just a, I don't know. Maybe journalists just don't, sometimes they just don't have as much fun as other people do. Uh, sometimes I just don't know, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, so let's talk about uh, this. Is kind of a weird one. Um, we love these guys, right? Uh, Jez, Jez, and Randolph. Oh, what? One out of two is all right. The other one, I don't know. He, he eats that deep dish pizza nonsense. I I don't know anything about that. Stephen Smith, yes, Roma for the win. AC Milan's good too. Uh, eh, yeah, sorry, I'm just kidding. Yeah, love you, Rand. You're such a lovely person. But he you don't says say he doesn't eat that anymore. lasagna style pizza. He said that their 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 Chicago style pizza is legit. But well, he doesn't uh, say hi to me anymore. He doesn't tag me in pictures of me when I look like I'm sleeping. He doesn't answer my texts. He basically dumped me. Basically, so yeah. Uh, I actually up. haven't talked to him this weekend. So uh, maybe he dumped Rand, you too. You're out there. We care about you. They were talking about the Game Awards with Paul Tassi. Paul Tassi mm. is a games segment writer for Forbes, and I followed him for a long time. Really liked the guy, but he put me on blast. He put me on blast because I said it would be great. It'd be great if we had a Game Awards that was pushed like the Oscars are by the peers and the developers and the publishers and studios. And I didn't say not the media, which is what. Because I said, I love Jeff's show, and I do. People get mad that I say I do. I respect Jeff for what he does. I'm glad he has a platform where everybody wants to come and gather and be there in person. I'm glad that he has a platform that people want to say, I want to reveal my game on your stage. I'm grateful for that, and I like the way Jeff does his shows. But his panel's made up of the games industry, and Rand pointed out to me that in the mo- you you'll love this Meg in the movie and TV business the Oscars are the de facto uh decision of what is a great piece of entertainment right Oscars yeah. are just for movies right yeah he said those are voted on by the peers the people that the directors and the producers and the writers the people in the industry that make that medium yes Jeff Keeley's show is is decided on 90% by people that write for games journalist sites. So it's right. a different type of metric. And Paul Tassi said, I don't think it would have mattered, Colt, because we had the Dice Awards that do what you asked for, and in 2022, they didn't win anything. And I was like, oh, he kind of put me on blast, and I'm not used to that. And uh, everyone in the comments well, was that. saying... Yeah. What are you talking about? Xbox had zero games last year. And I said, Paul, Grounded was their biggest game in 2022. It was the, it was their only big game besides Pentiment. And Pentiment wasn't even a big game. So they didn't... I, he goes, well, we'll just go back, circle back and, and recircle back in February when they have the Dice Awards now that Starfield is out. And I'm like, but this isn't a, my tweet isn't about Starfield. Like I've said on this show... Then I've said in other shows and on Twitter that I don't really believe that Starfield is above a nine because it's missing key things. You're going to love this, Meg. 
I've been playing Fallout 4 a lot this weekend. Fallout 4 to me is like, it is is why I love the cheeseburger. I, I know people do food analogies, but this is the only way to say this. People always ask me, if you could have one, no, people don't always ask you this. When people say, what food would you like to have the rest of your life? I always say, it's got to be a cheeseburger because it has the soft, it's got the crunchy, it's got the chewy, it's got the, you know, it's got all the textures and it's got the, the, all the flavors of the onion, the lettuce, the tomato, the sauce, the, the soft bun, the meat and whatever seasonings. Like every time you eat a, a cheeseburger and if it's got bacon, it's got all of that crispy, crunchy, chewy goodness. That's what fallout is for me. Fallout four, like everywhere you go and everywhere you do, it's got that satisfactory bite. And I didn't get that from Starfield. I'm done talking. Okay, wait, that was it? You're done? I don't, I don't want to just go on a rant, but do, do you get what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, yes. Um, you're a chef for crying out loud. I know, I know, I know, I know. And actually, what, what's, what's ironic is that if it didn't kill you, I would totally, <laughs> if it didn't eventually kill you, I would eat cheeseburgers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's my absolute, like, I, yes. like, if, like if I was invincible and it, nothing could happen to me, I would 100% eat cheeseburgers <laughs> all day, every Scott, day. Scott, I saw what you said. Oh, Wow. <laughs> By the way, there was a whole conversation about um, uh, what's it called? The, the whole conversation about pizza in there after we talked about the pizza. Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean, funny. of yeah. course. I mean, and when people say pizza is my food, that I would say, yeah, I mean, heck yeah. Tell me what what we're on a gaming podcast. Tell me what what makes the cheeseburger like your thing? It's because it covers it, it, the flavor. I don't. It's it just the flavor. I don't know what it is. Obviously, I'm a sucker for you know a flame broiled gr- ground beef delicious you put on the sauce you put on you know you put on the, the ketchup you put on the mayo you put on the lettuce the tomato the cheese melted on top the bun has to be soft not toasted i think that's the stupidest thing ever i don't know why people toast buns um except for mine that's on my only fans page if anybody wants to check it out <laughs> but uh, just, that's the, a under, whole just the, the inside of the bun being having that little uh it's nice but uh, I, I i like like the soft brioche buns you know those yeah. kind of one pushy polygons canadian bacon is just called pea meal bacon um but <laughs> Trust, trust me when I tell you, we just eat regular bacon like everybody else. Pea meal bacon is just kind of, you know, it's just kind of there. Um, anyways, as for the Game Awards, uh, I believe oh, someone oh, else it. said that. talk about cheeseburgers for an hour. Oh, see, now that's, see, like the chat's laughing. They're all like, we want a cheeseburger now. Well, well you know what? We'll do a live stream of us cooking cheeseburgers. Uh, hey, let, next, let's next do a week. poll while you talk about, you, you set up the Game Awards, what you're going to say, and I'll do the poll pizza versus cheeseburgers, and we'll let the Ooh, fight that's commence. A, that's, Come on, that's 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 rough. That's rough. That's a rough. That, like, can you vote twice? That's crazy. Um, anyways, as for the game awards, someone mentioned in the chat there. I think um, it, it was that the BAFTAs is basically an award show that is that yes. is voted on by the developers and people in the industry, that kind of thing. Now, my what I want to know. Okay, I'm going to move this conversation in a direction in, in, in a different direction here for a second because I think it's something that the chat would like to know, and I want to know. When it comes to the Dice Awards and the BAFTAs coming up after the game, after the Keeleys, mm-hmm. will they give love from the people in the community? Will they give love to Hogwarts Legacy? After the Keeleys? Because of what the, the media did to Hogwarts Legacy, which is so bloody obvious. Um, right. And of course, everybody knows that the media are a bunch of 
you know. Um, anyways. Uh, Wussies. Well, they're a bunch of pussies, and on top of it, they're the ones that are perpetuating all this crap anyway. Is this, is this so, a real thing, Mag, before you go forward? Sure. Because I've not done all of the, I've done the research. Did the media really side skirt Hogwarts because of the J.K. Rowling controversy? 100%. That Absolutely is, 100%. That is so pitiful. So Absolutely pitiful. 100%. What, for their sponsors? Like, scare their sponsors or not to pick a side? What What is that? Well, I don't want to get too deep into that because then I'm going to say something that can, uh, you know, <laughs> get yeah, us in I, trouble. I already did but, just now. Sorry, anyway. it's the truth. I don't know. The truth gets you in trouble these days. But anyways, the point is 100% that's exactly why they did it. And um, anyway, the, the, the thing is, now that it's going to be people from the community, other developers are going to recognize the hard work that Portkey and WB put into the games, into that game specifically. Mm-hmm. Are they going to give them the recognition that they deserve for putting out one of the best games of the year? That's what I want to know. I want to know if it's going to show up there and have nominations there. There is absolutely no way the game could get completely 100% snubbed the way it did here okay. by the ballless scumbag media that they are that, that, that runs whatever, their woke-ass Hollywood nonsense. <laughs> I have to be fair because when you say one of the best games of the year, yeah. I agree with you when I look at so at least 12 games that stand yeah. above as being just an incredible experience in 2023. And there are six yep. slots for Keeley. And so I can see why Hogwarts might not make it, but when it comes to them with an agenda, like you talk about, mm-hmm. um, I also have to wonder is Hogwarts that good? And I, I put it at the top of my six favorite games, but now but not everyone is going to have that room for it. I'm playing, I'm trying to, by the way, I'm trying to play every single game of the year before the awards. That's my goal. Now, the wow. only one that I, I'm not going to buy is, because uh, I'm not really into it, is Baldur's Gate 3. However, uh, for anybody who has a PlayStation, I think um, if you got PlayStation Premium or Plus Premium, whatever the hell, uh, you get a demo. So you get to play a couple of hours of the game. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think you get like two, three hours. You get to play the game or whatever. That's good enough for me to see if I'm going to like it or dislike it. If it, hey, you never know. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll make me a believer. Be like, hey, I want this game now. You know, this is a lot of fun. So I might get that. Uh, sorry, I also forgot to mention that uh, those four games that I purchased, I also bought Super Mario Wonder for the for the Switch. Yeah. And my yeah. My, my my son is about three. Well, he's about halfway through the game right now. And I started playing it last night. I've been watching him. And then I played one level with him co-op just because we were giving it a shot. Um, I'm just wrapping up the first world because I play it before I go to bed, right? So I'm, I, I'm so far, it's a Mario game. It's a good Mario game. But yeah. is it blow it's your the- pants off, make your <laughs> face melt? Mario game? No, it's just a Mario game. What, so- what, what about compared to Odyssey, which people real Well, actually, Odyssey... Galaxy was the one that everyone loved like crazy. Well, Galaxy, I, just, I haven't heard it? people say this game is blowing their pants off the back. It's of their crack. really good. It's really good. There's no question. The quality is there. The game is excellent. I think uh, Mario turning into the elephant is actually pretty funny. You can like you know hit all the little uh, you know what the hell they call the Oompa Loompas there with the with your with your tusk or not with your tusk with your with your snout. <laughs> Whatever the hell. I don't know. Whatever the hell they're called. I'm not a Nintendo guy. Anyways, I, I'm playing the game. It's a lot of fun. And um... <laughs> Koopa Troopas? Yeah, yeah. Koopas. I, I'm, That's looking, like at, Koopa I'm looking at the game, of the war, game Award nominees. And for some reason, I forgot you were talking about Super Mario Brothers. So when you said Oopa Loopa, I was so lost. I was like, I don't know where, 
where Mag's going with this. The snozzberries yeah, taste like snozzberries. Yeah, let yeah. let me go back to Hogwarts because Petran and that. Maybe you could take Mario Wonder out, and well, you could you could have put. We could say uh, that Hogwarts all night in. too because they already yeah. had a Nintendo game in there. They already have a. a not they don't care Wonder. about that. Game. They obviously don't know, care about uh, about platform at, uh, yeah. Yeah. fairness across the board. So Petran told me in the in the chat reminded me Colt Hogwarts got zero. Nominations. Zero. And I and the very first one I thought, okay, if they're not gonna give it RPG or um like maybe action adventure or um maybe best score. Because I remember the game had a great feel, like the ambient music, the the yes. Harry Potter score, which I'm I'm not I didn't grow up with, but fell in love with playing the game, like just the feel and the wonder and the music as you're in the different places that had their own tone. And like, that's something that you say, this deserves to be nominated for game of the year. And when I look at the nominees, while you're talking about Oompa Loompas, I got kind of ticked Alan Wake two. I've played five or six hours of Alan Wake two. I don't remember the music. I know the music's probably really great. I don't remember the music being, Oh my gosh, I'm going to walk around and hum this while I wash the dishes. Baldur's Gate three. I'm sure those games, you know, game fantasy games have big scores. Final fantasy 16. Uh, Square Enix usually has really great music. Hi-Fi Rush. Yes, it's music-based. I don't remember any music from it. It's a great game. And then Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And I'm thinking, Hogwarts didn't get music? It didn't get... Let me look at the other one. Um, it didn't I, get action-adventure yeah. nomination, obviously. Like, um, Let me look at one more that it should have gotten. Can I also bring up the fact that Hogwarts Legacy is up for a Grammy Award for um, for its score? Yes, you can bring that up. I, I'll it's allow up it. for a Grammy Award, but not best score with the scumbag media because of reasons, right? You telling me, like, look at, like, and never mind the fact I'm a monster Harry Potter fan. I've read the book series five times over. I've watched the movie hundreds of times combined of all the movies, right? I know everything about. I've been to Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Flew there from Toronto all the way to Orlando just to go there. Okay, I know every nook and cranny about Harry Potter. Yeah, that game covered every nook and cranny of that world, even the Fantastic Beasts section, the Room of Requirement, all the all the yeah, secrets yeah. of Hogwarts, uh, and the and the world and the lore and everything else. And the, the little the little love. stems that it would play when you'd complete something. Um, yes, were really really nice and uh, incredible. Game. Holly in chat says uh, the music for Alan Wake Two is really great. Uh, and P Simmons said the atmosphere is really great as well. And Alan Wake, yeah, I know people love Alan Wake. Um, I've just been struggling with it. I, I'm not trying to kick it out of the music one. I was just thinking, uh, I wonder if there was just like kind of an, that game came out in January, February and people were like, yeah, so that was a long time ago. I don't know. I, it just makes it hard for me to believe that they would try and, stay away from the controversy that I think was so far removed from the game. I don't, I don't care if it was the same IP and normally I don't talk about those politics on here, but I'm like, when that it's first so came God up, Meg, it. when that game was first coming out, I thought, why in the heck are you bringing this up with the video game? Like, especially a video game that had a variety of people and preferences and 
and then learning what I did about JK Rowling, where she does care about other people. She oh, does care about weird? different people. Oh, oh isn't and, that strange? Isn't that something? Or, yeah. or she has, by the way, she donates the most money to the foundations for the LGBTQ and trans community more than any other celebrity in the planet. So, oh, and she's been doing that not recently. She's been doing that. But she said things that people but don't weird. like. And yeah, hey, I know. Guess what? I've said Science. lots of things that people don't like. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, the know. thing is, at the end of the day, it was the best selling up until Call of Duty. We don't, we're not really sure how, how Call of Duty is selling uh, yet. But as it stands right now, it's the biggest selling game of the year. What does that tell you? The media can say whatever they want. Disney can do whatever the hell they want with their stupidity and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the people speak. And the people don't spend money at Disney anymore. They're tanking like you wouldn't believe. All their movies and shows are tanking and everything else. And what happens? Harry Potter sold through the... Or Harry Potter. Hogwarts Legacy sold through the roof. The people speak for the product, not the media that represents 0.4% of the population. It's nonsense. And that's the only part that the, of the Game Awards that really upset me. Other than that, if Starfield didn't make it, okay. I mean, I know I got a bit of a bias there because it didn't really speak to me. But it's, it is what it is. When you have Starfield there and you have other games there that could have been there, there are games that are just better in, in different ways or whatever else, right? Or, they, or they, they just came across better to certain people. Fine. I can live with those things. But this thing, so blatantly obvious, it's just, it's beyond words. And, and you know what? You can't even argue. You can't even say, oh, you're being like, the, what the hell's that guy's name? Uh, Infowars. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alex <laughs> um, Jones. Yeah. yeah. I'm not Alex Jones, okay? These are facts. Facts don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your echo chamber. Well, facts are, you guessed it, folks, facts. So that's the way it is. And it's just, and, that, and that's upsetting to see. Yeah, and to put it really plainly, when I said I'm upset that, you know, I go like this, I'm upset because Hogwarts didn't get nominated for best score. It's not for me. I, I already liked the score. I already liked the game. It doesn't do me any good. I didn't make the game. I, this is no bull crap. Uh, this is how I am. I am thinking about the creator. I am a creator. I'm thinking about all those people that worked together and made that game, getting their due. And if, yeah. if it really comes down to a bunch of journalists saying, you know what, would you be better off just staying away from that mess? Then we don't have to hear about it. We don't have people picketing or whatever they think is going to happen or people throwing stuff at us. What a disservice to the 100 yep. and 300 people that worked on that game and made it so wonderful that even me, a non-Harry Potter fan, played 60 hours of the game and loved it. And, yep, and exactly. my son played through the whole thing, like did almost everything and normally doesn't play big games like that. And... Because it just, it, some games have that magic. They win you over. And yeah, it's cool and to it, see. It, it did that. And I saw a lot of people on Xbox and PlayStation all getting the 1,000 out of 1,000 achievement on it and the platinum trophy on it. And that means that they wanted to go into that world. They wanted to stay there. They went, Lone Star, thank you. He said uh, Mag for President. Oh, yeah, I saw, got, I saw Joe it. Dunmore, Mag for Prime Minister. Uh, I'll yeah, be Joe, Trudeau yeah. in five seconds That's flat. Funny. No problem. I could just go up there and talk about Hogwarts Legacy, and he's like talking about like I don't know, like a like a the the, the health healthcare system or something. And I'm like Hogwarts when, Legacy. And when, when you make prime minister, <laughs> I'm gonna show up with extra big teeth like Chris Farley. Go, my dad's mayor. My dad's mayor. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just keep jumping in front of the uh, camera. He's my, great. he's my friend. That's my friend. See, <laughs> that you know what, and that's why we're gonna circle back to how I started. We started this conversation. Yeah, I. I'm so curious to see 
how the BAFTAs and the DICE Awards handle their nominations when they get announced. The problem I'm is those... very those, curious to see. Yeah, because those are some of the peers, but they don't have the same... The general gaming community doesn't consider those the de facto award because they always say that uh, the Spike Awards now converted into, into the Game Awards is the deciding factor of what Game of the Year is or best game. And it's always the one that gets put up on charts and lists. And and if I said, well, you know, uh, Halo Infinite won the Golden Joyce. No, nobody cares about the BAFTA Awards or the Dice Awards. I, I don't well, know if that's how they, people really Even if feel, they but. don't draw, even if they don't draw the same amount of people that let's say the, the, the Keeleys bring, it I, it'd still be interesting to see what gets nominated in the end. You, you know what I mean? Even if it doesn't gain the same traction or the same kind of crowd, I'm curious to see how they react because now it's not the media pushing their agenda. These are developers who are working side by side with these people and feel in the, the same community. way. And they feel the same way because they can appreciate hard work. As a chef, when I used to be in the in the restaurant business, I'm out of it now. But when I was in it, I used to see the other chefs and the other restaurants and everything else in my direct competition. And I would see them and I would appreciate the hard work of some of the amazing stuff that they were coming up with and whatever. And I would look at those for inspiration. And some of them did the same with me. They would look at what I did for inspiration and say, wow, that's great. Never once would I ever snub somebody for something amazing that they did and say, yeah. just because I just happened to be their competition. That's, that's ridiculous, and that's shallow and stupid and, and, and petty. I am not that person when it comes to those things. <laughs> I'm petty in other ways. But anyways, the point is, is that when yeah. it comes to that game, I'm curious to see if their fellow peers will give it the respect it deserves. Maybe they won't because it's been such a packed year. I mean, if Hogwarts got snubbed and Starfield got snubbed, I I wasn't super surprised because I heard everybody talk about all these other games we didn't even mention over the past ten minutes. Um, and if Paul Tassi asked me if he like replied to me or sent me a message and said, "Do you think it'd be different if we look at what Dice Awards are going to be next year?" and I would probably say. Looking at the overall list, if they're picking six, I think it would mostly be the same. Maybe one Nintendo game would be changed out for something else, but why would you think it'd be wildly different? Because I think, obviously, when he looks at my account or somebody else does, they think Colt's just trying to vie for Starfield to be game of the year in that one of those slots. But I've said here many times, maybe Starfield doesn't belong there. And I love the game to death, but you know, it's missing that bacon cheeseburger chewy goodness uh all the time but i really really liked it sometimes when i'm doing nothing i was just loving walking around planets so i understand everybody in the chat when they talk about starfield and they love the game and they they love it more than fallout 4 and and maybe i like them both about equally they're scored about the same um actually starfield's a little lower but i mean really in the end mag those awards are not for us they're not for uh, the media. Those awards are for all those people at the studio who have waited to do their reveal, have waited to see their game released, watch the sales charts, watch people talk about it, and then hope one day to walk up and grab that big golden statue and go, you really do. You really love me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to so, say take the big golden statue and throw it at your competition. <laughs> Lucky Mo with the $2 says, Mag, That's I funny. love your game room is your electric oh, bill thank you. high? No, it's not. No, it's not. These are actually. This is pretty. Um, oh, oh, I was gonna use. I was gonna use a term that I don't like. It's a low carbon footprint. Um, it's low power. It's wait, really wait, is just to, low. You have to do it. You have to do it in uh, 
in ACM uh, or ACM. What is it? ASMR. Yeah. ASMR. Uh, yeah, yes. My my gaming setup is actually all low voltage, and what ends up happening is that um, I very rarely have all the co- uh, all the co- um, the cabinets on at the same time, and as a result, um, it's not really a, it's not really a problem for the environment. And for uh, even though that we're not the problem, it's other countries that are the problem. But uh, you know, we have to pay the, the price other... because you know because everybody hates us. I don't want to get on my political footstool, on my soapbox, but the other countries that don't have all the environmental protection, uh, regulatory uh, setups in their country, where we have many exactly we have many stringent uh, values here in North America to help keep the earth as clean and pure as possible. But barring all that, Meg runs all of those gaming cabinets off of a gas generator. <laughs> <laughs> That billows black smoke. <laughs> uh, we also do better. Somebody in the chat, I think it's Stephen Smith says, Colt, when are you getting a Tesla? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm, I don't know. Maybe never. Yeah, Magnum Westwood. How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? How meanwhile, there's countries you, that, yeah, meanwhile, there's countries that are like, oh, these shoes are no good. They just throw it in the river. <laughs> Yikes, I do. <laughs> it's like, oh, is this an empty case of beer? In the river. You know, but we have to, you know, you know. <laughs> we have to, you know, we our have fault, to, re- yeah. we have to separate our recycling because we're good people. We're really good people. Oh, uh, did you, well, let's talk about some really Im- famous franchise games that hit the news cycle. Knights of the Old Republic, a Star Wars franchise game, was oh, it's pretty much canceled as far as uh, experts are saying. Yeah, I think it's done. Um, they're just what was it? Uh, what's his name? He used to have the hair, and now he cut it off. A uh, grub, and oh, uh, yeah. I think I think Jeff Grubb was saying that he goes nobody's working on it. I think that's just nobody working on it means it's just not happening. However, however, wasn't Dead Island two in like development hell for like thirteen years and passed hands like four different times or whatever else? Yeah, yeah, it was developers. like ten, ten plus years. Yeah, and there was like there were moments in there for like at least a year or two where no one was working on it. Yeah. But the assets were there. The assets were there, and they just changed hands as they, I guess, they moved the, they sold the assets the, the from best one part, company to another. Yeah, the best part is once it moved to its final studio, they started from scratch and totally knocked it out of the park. In our opinion, right? They did a great job. Yeah, I, I love, I love that game. Um, so I don't know what's going on with Kotor, but um, there's a Jeff Grubb, who is the Jason that. Momoa of gaming. He reminds me of Jason Momoa. He does. Or, he does. Yeah. Actually, Jason Momoa reminds me of Jeff Grubb. How about that? How about those ones? <laughs> Because I've I've met Jeff Grubb and I've I've hung out with him for for just a minute at PAX and stuff. So uh, yeah, Jeff Grubb, Jason Momoa, um, Kotor. or they're the same person. They're just the same person, just using different names. <laughs> they could be. Yeah, you I, I don't know. know which ones. I don't know which names more famous. Honestly, did um, he jump into the ocean after that? Would rip his shirt off and jump in the ocean and go down to like you know Atlantis? I, I if we, it's the same guy, you never know. I wish we had an Aquaman game, honestly. And that takes us to superheroes. Did you hear about the the outrage for Wonder Woman that was t- spun around the next couple days? Is it that they were talking about it being a games as a service? Yeah. Yeah. What, what what the hell does that even mean? I mean, it's a single player game. Like, what kind of a service could they possibly provide other than like maybe sell a couple of skins on the side? Like even Tomb Raider does that. So, I mean, is that a games as a service now? That's what I think happened, Meg, because there was a, a leak or a rumor at the beginning of the or the end of the week 
I think it was right. of last week where Wonder Woman is a games as a service cuz somebody from like LinkedIn or a job posting said that they were doing something for extended content or, or expanded content or something. Right. And so everyone was freaking out that Wonder Woman yeah. was going to be games as a service. Everyone everyone in my tweet was like I'm out. DOA. And then you saw the other tweet. Yeah, it, it's just yeah, at the end of the day, it was just mo- most likely just cosmetics you could purchase, which most a lot of single-player games do anyway. You know what I mean? You could go in there, you can go to the store. Even the Assassin's Creed games, for crying out loud, they have, like, the whole store. You can go to that Ubisoft, what the hell is it called, the, the Ubisoft store, and then you could buy, like, different costumes, yeah. suits. You could buy, you know, uh, for uh, AC Odyssey, you could buy a bloody um, a Pegasus so you can go flying through the air instead of, like, you know, taking a boat to whatever island. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that kind of stuff. <laughs> Dealer That's bought that. That's not a that. game as a service. Did he, dealer, did he bought, really want to- dealer bought the Pegasus for $10, and we were in the party chat. And we're like, why are you doing that? Because back then, we would never spend money on on expanded stuff like that or on microtransactions. Mr. And Boomstick he- XL did the same thing. He bought the Pegasus, and he's like, I loved it. And I'm like, hey, man, it's great. It doesn't. It, it like flies for like five feet. He was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, the, the report comes yeah. out that um, I think WB Monolith Studios heard the outcry for a few days, and it could kill your game, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they said, don't worry. It's a single-player game. It's a traditional single-player game. He plays exactly. Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's not Wonder Women. You know, it's Wonder Woman. It's one person. So it's like, you know what I mean? So like, it's not a Justice League game. It's not anything like that. It's a one person. It's a single game, for Christ's sake. Yeah, they, you know? they didn't. They didn't get a hold of that game, Mag. They didn't make it. You know, you can be whatever you want. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, no, it is what it is. And the thing is, like I said, Wonder Woman's got all kinds of attire, very much like Cassandra from AC Odyssey, right? The yeah. she that basically Cassandra from AC Odyssey basically was Wonder Woman. You could have the same, you know, like the metal skirt. You can have, you know, whatever the top. You can have the. You can have a tiara. You can, you know, you have the. What is, what is it called? The bullet things on her wrists and all that. You could have different swords, right? You have different shields oh, you could game. probably buy and boots. And like, you could probably buy them like, oh, like, like, uh, like Fortnite, you know? Like, a couple of bucks, you could buy a new suit or whatever. You know what I mean? And get to play as her in a different suit. Or maybe you could play as like the suit from Batman v, uh, um, you know, uh, Batman versus Superman, the movie. They'll have the movie suit in there or whatever. Oh, I didn't know right? they were different. So, I didn't. Yeah, no, they were just like slightly tweaked here and there, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you could you could do like all that, that kind of stuff. stuff. So, th- as a, as a single player game, that's all it is. It's just cosmetics, and Sappho that doesn't says, make it a game as a service. I mean, it By technically does, but not the way that people freak out about, right? Yes, that, sorry, that's what I meant to say. It's yeah. not. What, it's not the way that it's not going to be like the Avengers. Oh yeah, I mean you can see why people are gun shy. Sappho says, "I don't understand why everyone's crying over microtransactions when studios are closing and people are losing their jobs." And and I think you and I would be in strict agreement that I don't care about cosmetics or Pegasus. Like they're in the store, you can buy them if you want. You, you don't have to buy them if you don't want to buy them. I mean, do you buy the extra outfits for your characters in Ubisoft games? I do be. I do because I get them for free because I have all those Ubisoft points. Sure. Have you ever spent like $5 to get one? That oh, yeah, cool that you yeah, couldn't? yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course I have. Like, but very come, rarely. Has anybody like, come I, to your I, house I, and slapped you for it? <laughs> no. And I bought Fortnite skins that I thought were cool. Like I got, uh, what's her name? I got Lara Croft and I got Kratos. 
and yep. I think like two other ones, whatever. Like nothing major, but like you know, uh, for when the rare times that I was playing uh, Fortnite with my son. Yep. Uh, yeah, I bought a couple cool skins. And that was it. Like big deal. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know. Can I ask you something related that's very, very sure. controversial? Of course. You're like, no. Talking about Halo no. Infinite. Yeah, Talking about, about Halo Infinite. I would love, I've said this like month, months ago or a year ago, I would love for them to have franchise-themed armor instead of just Spartan on Spartan. I would love to be able to spend $12 or $15 and get Doom Guy armor on my Why Master not? Chief. Why not? Are you are you preach? It's, what would you what you would you what like to think, see in the well, multiplayer the, modes? Well, first of all, that because that makes sense. I think Gears of War should do a crossover with Halo because they're basically the same kind of that big bulky sort of armored up dudes, whatever, and 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 women too, obviously. And you know they, they do the thing fine. I, I think that Gears of War and um, and Doom Guy would be perfect for uh, for Halo. And you know the thing is. You know, who's really going to complain at the end of the day? You don't have to buy it. It doesn't affect the game. It's but just it, there for someone who may want it. Like, but, who cares what people do with their money? But if you're on the battlefield and you see a <laughs> dual Lipa style uh, Spartan, are you going to get really mad and say they've well, ruined Halo? Yeah, well, see, yeah, that's a little different because that now you're getting into the fort. You're getting into the Fortnite territory where they've got like. Uh, what the hell is it? they got like machine gun Kelly running around like with no shirt on and his and his stupid his stupid blonde hair flowing in the wind and, and then and then you got Jake Paul with like an Uzi or Mr. Beast yeah and Mr. Beast flying around with his ridiculous but dude you make like 54 million dollars a year you can't afford to make a, a proper you can't afford to grow a proper mustache what's going on with you right now let's go what, who? buried a lot Mr. Beast well he has a his, mustache his mustache is ridiculous dude you could a buy cartoon. a mustache, okay, for $54 million a year. He just got buried alive, by the way. Did you see that nonsense? He just he buried himself alive in a coffin for seven days. Oh, like four days ago, he put a, a hundred wells in Africa and got like five million views in, in an hour. Uh, I'm asking the chat right now, Mag. I said, would you want to see crossover, crossover armor related to Xbox IPs or gaming IPs in Halo Infinite? Even if it was... Dare I say, a Spider-Man style armor or um, Iron Man style armor or it would kind of, because they did it in Gears. They had Halo Reach armor in Gears 5 multiplayer. And you can buy it or you could buy Dave Bautista and people are like, here's my credit card. I, I don't understand why. Halo can't break out and have some more character. Have a little bit of fun. I don't want cat ears. I don't want purple versus yellow Spartans. I want a little more than that. (laughs) Well, you know what? Look at Mortal Kombat. They put in Jean-Claude Van Damme. They put the Terminator. They put Rambo. They're putting, uh, you know, they put in, uh, what's his name there, from uh, Invincible. Um, Do you have to buy those? Yeah, you have to buy those, yeah. Okay. Um, You know, you've got... um, of Homelander coming like that just adds like I know it's ridiculous and silly because what are the odds of Scorpion bumping into Leatherface from Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre but here we are right? I don't care and then Fre- Freddy Krueger was in there Jason I love that stuff it was just fun and ridiculous and and it's kind of meta in a way so it's kind of cute but you know I mean at this point with Halo maybe when the game comes out keep it pure until everybody drops off which you know which is the last <laughs> one <laughs> Yeah, it didn't take very long, but you know what I mean? 
get some you want to drum some business up bring some of those characters in for fun i can see the chat's pissed by the way <laughs> no 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 they're they're voting in in the favor of our opinion as long as okay as long as it fits like you know nobody brings these franchises into halo infinite if, if we're saying it's happening nobody does that unless the the team agrees that it works within like you're not gonna have a laura croft a laura croft in there because you have armor on and it just kind of doesn't work um but you have to like okay what Here's why I think it's cool, because if you want Iron Man, you have to go to Marvel and say, how much for the rights to do this? And and you pay them, uh, 343 does, right? And then, then the developers sit there and they make this Iron Man slash Halo style armor that when you see it, you're like, oh my gosh, two things that I love if you're an Iron Man fan. Iron Man and Halo, 20 bucks, I gotta have it. And it just perpetuates the money and and then people play because they're like oh my gosh look at all these cool skins and i feel like the this because the staunch halo community might not be here in our chat right now but i feel uh, like some of them are those, some of them so are i can see they're not happy yeah and i get that i no i don't get it i just hear it a lot i mean what can you give me your take on why you don't think they should be mad <laughs> well like i just said i mean at the end of the day people just spending their money whenever they want to spend on it's fine the only one i think is ridiculous is when it's totally not when it's totally out of place like for example there are most of Nick, them Nicki minaj in cod <laughs> is utterly ridiculous like we're not asking for like cardi b to show up in halo you know what i mean with her wap <clears throat> but you know um was that her or was that Nicki minaj i can't remember which one of the two had that maybe that's maybe that's a special power move i don't know so hey man i didn't say anything bad we all know what it means. Anyways, the point is, <laughs> Nicki Minaj in Call of Duty. Today's is X and C was brought to you by Bounty Paper Towels. Yeah. Like, what is she gonna do? Poke your eyes out with her giant fake nails? You know what I mean? <laughs> Slash your face with her big like butterfly like uh, uh, eyelashes? Like, you know what I mean? It's stupid. But it, it, <laughs> but I mean, those characters yeah. like Gears of War doom guy those make sense because those like i said they're basically the same you can even make a sub story okay you can even make a sub story that they went to earth and the gears of war guy or whatever planet the gears thing happens on and they happen to go on there and it, and it just happens to be you know those guys are, are, exist in the same universe like a shared universe i know that's overplayed these days but hey man you can make a little story five minute story and just tie it together be kind of fun I love this. I love this chat. And you're talking about like the, you dip into the metaverse, which is what Fortnite pretends to do. Cause Ariana Grande is in there and stuff like that. So it, 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 nothing cannot be in there. Right. But the chat is writing like a Spartan Batman. And I thought of a mass effect armor, like an N seven armor would be, Oh my gosh, I would buy it so fast. And Hargeet's in the chat. He writes bounty. I, I can't remember Hargeet's opinion. I think we've talked about this. I think, if I know Hargy, because I've been with him in real life, and he would go, you do this. He just does the, I don't know, just does the shrug. Like, what am I going to do about it? Uh, I don't know if Hargy would vote for, I don't know why we talked about it, but uh, Petra Pete says I want. Yeah, he wants a, the Jeff, Jeff Keeley skin. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. I'm, I'm down be, with that. It's got to be Jeff Keeley's skin stretched over the armor. It's got to look like. What, like RoboCop? Know? Yeah, it's just with like. That weird skin stretched over like the metal skull. <laughs> and he's like, where is it made? Welcome to the game wards. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, 
one last thing. Uh, uh, th- one thing that was in the was in the description is that Infinity Ward's starting a new studio, but people were trying to talk about what's going on for 2024. And one thing that came up was a description that shows Clockwork Revolution coming in 2024, and I'm like, why would they okay. say in due time? Why wouldn't they just write 2024 in um, last June? It's the um, safe route. Uh, let's face it, this this um, this generation, uh, X- Xbox hasn't had a great record with releasing games on time. So maybe they just said, let's not say the date until we're 100% certain. I like done. that. You know I what I'm like saying? That. Like they've, they, they, like I said, they had a bit, they had a pretty nasty, from 2020 to 2023, they had a pretty bad record of releasing games on time. Like especially, and they weren't like little delays. We're talking like full year delays for three One separate two. games. And so, yeah. And let's not forget the rest of the industry. Every mainstream game was delayed. Almost yes, every they were. Oh no, yeah. I'm specifically talking yeah. about Xbox. I, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't referring yeah. to PlayStation, which had the same issues. Uh, remember, don't forget they they delayed Horizon Forbidden West at least ten months. I think it was. Remember that? Yeah, they and Grand Seven, of, Ragnarok. Yeah, they were all delayed. Ragnarok was soft delayed an entire year because uh, they did say twenty two yeah. or twenty one. We're or talking they said. Xbox specifically, yeah. and with uh, I was about to say Clockwork Orange. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing a Clockwork Orange games, uh, folks. Um, Anyways, yeah, I think that they're the safest bet, the smartest bet to just say it's coming whenever it's coming. It's in due time, but here it is, something to look forward to. When we get closer to release date, you'll see it again. But until then, yeah. just, you know, enjoy what we showed you and and speculate. Have some fun with it. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But if you start saying June 12th or whatever, then you're just you're, you're putting yourself in a corner. You have to yeah. make – like, I think they shouldn't announce the release date till the game's gone gold. And then it's ready to be released because then you can hang on to it for four months, five months, six months, and then get the marketing machine going and then release the game in well, perfect going, order. They've been going gold one to two months before release, but... Make it six. I think you're right. I think you're right because, uh, well, they don't go gold that early. They're not ready. Uh, like Matt Booty was explaining in a recent interview that they are bug fixing all the way up until they have to let go of the game. Uh, right. All the so way up until the game that? is releasing, they're still getting the day one patch ready. So why don't you why don't you have the day one patch done before six months before you release the game? <laughs> release the game and no, I'm gonna say release the game internally. Do oh, your I day see. one patch, get all your oh. bugs in, and then let it marinate for another six months for and then let them play internally. I mean, I'm the, sure they do that. Completed game. I'm then sure they do longer. that, but the publishers are you know the platforms, the publishers are pushing so of much course, of course, pressure of course. on them. Yeah. I've I've heard that Clockwork Revolution looks really really good because. The first showing, it doesn't look like it blows your pants off your face or off well, your. We didn't see anything, Colt. We just saw like, we just saw that weird frame rate animation thing and someone playing a guitar, and that was it. So we didn't. Oh see wait, any no, that was that today. was South of Midnight. No, Clockwork Revolution. Oh crap! The, Sorry. Oh my goodness! Steampunk. Oh my god! Wrong game. Wrong game. The steampunk game. Yes, my bad. Yeah, I mean wrong you. Th- I mean you're still right anyway. That you saw maybe 10, 15 seconds of total uh, gameplay. It was. Yeah, it reminded me of that. Um, it reminded me a bit of like um, uh, what's it called, Bioshock, uh, yes. Bioshock Infinite, um, the one in the clouds, right? It kind of had that vibe about it. So I was really interested. Sorry, guys, I messed up the wrong name, the wrong game for the trailer. Uh, Still but works. Yeah, it, it looked it looked like that one, like the Bioshock Infinite game. It had that kind of vibe to it. Um, yeah, but hey, you know what? We'll see. We'll see. And when it gets closer to, then you know, it is what it is. 
We'll find out. But I think that they should let the game go gold first, then give it another six months, and then give a release date. Because then in a marketing machine, you don't need longer than six months. Unless you're Grand Theft Auto. You can announce it three years in advance, and the hype oh, that, will never die. That's true. You know I mean? Yeah, I mean, we've seen that with the recent games where the marketing machine only needs two months, anything after that, and they feel like they're wasting money. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it would be insane because... We have Towerborn. I hear Hellblade Senua Saga is at the end of the year, not the beginning of the year. They're really pushing to get that eventually out. And then I guess maybe Avowed is... I, I'm going to put a prediction out that Avowed and Hellblade both come out at the end of the year. And Towerborn sure. is in the early part of the year. And Xbox and will go through four or five months with nothing from first party. Um, maybe Age of Mythology or something like that that not many people care about. So well, it'll be an interesting yeah. year. I know people like to say, Mag, that PlayStation doesn't have a lot next year, but you and I just showed at the beginning of the show they have like seven games, at least seven. Yeah, games. it's all about it's all about the strategy of where to put them and where to put them up against. And of course, we don't know what's coming out next fall. I have a feeling they're saving their kids saving probably two titles for the, maybe one or two titles for the next fall as a big thing. Because uh, also, don't forget, Call of Duty is now a Microsoft game it's not exclusive however it will be i would imagine by next year to be on game pass will it not yeah that's what i was saying that they should um uh that they should make an announcement early next year and just say hey you know that call of duty it's on game pass no no not that one i mean the next one the next golf, one but the the presumably yeah absolutely go for launch on game pass yeah sorry so there you go i'm writing so while i'm listening to you so, so you'd have uh You'd have a clockwork there. I was about to call it clockwork orange again because someone else in the chat put it on there. Um, you know, you got the clockwork uh, game there going. You've got Senua Saga going. Uh, you have Call of Duty in Game Pass. Uh, you know, presumably Golf War in Game Pass. That's a big lineup right there for the fall. You don't need anything else in the fall. Yeah, the fall is the fall's ruined. That's so if they do that, and then you've got third party, which is always going to come strong. Right? <laughs> Pause. Um, so you've got the third party that's going to be uh, coming in strong. And then you've got PlayStation with whatever they <coughs> announce, which will presumably be at the Game Awards or maybe later on. Don't forget, they've also got a couple of other ones in the wings we don't know about. There's also, you know by what? the way, uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, there's also uh, Silent Hill 2 Remake that's coming to PlayStation. That could be a fall lineup game. Maybe an October release. Uh, yeah, Death, Str Death Stranding 2 will probably be at the end maybe of the year. Death Stranding 2. What about so, this? So, you know. Those are pretty hot games, man. Yeah. What about Gears Collection coming out in the fall or Snake Eater? A Fable oh. remake collection. We talked about that. I mean, we the, we they I don't, have to do at I've some heard, point. I've heard things, yeah. but I've heard somebody else too. must be working on it. Like and I just like, finished Fable 2 this last week. Like they're mm -hmm. ancient games. What about so. like uh, your Gears of War Unreal Engine Five remake of the original trilogy? Like that should be something that should be that's uh, what that I think. should be coming, yeah, uh, sooner rather than later. And I think it is with a Gear Six announcement for twenty twenty five, right? So you know something like that. I mean, those are those are all big. That's things more that likely. Happen. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, I th I do think that we're. As we turn around to the uh, next part of the year, there's going to be a lull where Xbox doesn't have anything. And I think um, if you're on PlayStation, uh, mostly, I don't know when their games are set to come out, but uh, no, they have a they lot. They will find out. 
the we'll game awards are going to release a bunch of like listen uh microsoft sony and nintendo are going to be releasing a whole bunch of trailers at the award show as they are wont to do right and and then that's when you get to get a better picture of 2024 how it's shaping up for all three companies also don't forget that nintendo's on the verge of launching another console right so which could yeah. be coming in as early as late 2024 or if you go by Nintendo's uh, past, usually it might be early 2025, like January to March is when they, they tend to release uh, new hardware, right? So we'll see there. So like I think that that's, that could be an announcement as well. You got your Grand Theft Auto 6 in the wings. There's a lot to, ta- there's a lot to digest, man. It's going to 20- be a hell of a couple of years. 24 might be pretty crazy even for Xbox when we talk about the first half might be dry and then the last will be too many games that you can even handle. But um it's pretty strongly known that there's going to be this revision of the Series X that comes with the all-new controller with haptics. I really hope this is a real thing because... Yeah, that would be that would be wise. Very, very wise. I think they need that uptick, um, even though they're not competing with um, selling plastic as much as uh, anybody else. Tyler Candy, well, thank you so much. What, what, what? what, 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 no, what I gonna, no, I was going to say, I mean, they focus a lot on those controllers. They like do. the controllers is a big market. If you start making dual sense five style controllers with like three D audio, haptic feedback, all that kind of stuff, you're gonna sell a boatload. Especially if the developers get on board and start implementing, um, you know, implementing it into the you know the, into the controller, the sound, the haptics, and everything else. It adds a whole new experience to the game. That'll be that that'll get a lot of engagement and a hell of a lot of sales of the hardware, or we'll call the the controller hardware. You know what I mean? Into players' hands. Yeah. I'll buy a couple, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll buy him. Shout out to Flippin' Minds for the uh, Pink Floyd reference. It's a shine on you, crazy diamond. Um, when I think about those controllers, I think the Xbox controller sells as much as the DualSense Five does. And when you em- and I- <laughs> it's funny to say, most people would probably say the DualSense Five controller is is better than the Series X controller. It's kind of a toss up because it just depends on who's voting. So let's say they're really close. If Xbox takes what is so amazing about that and adds the haptic that we all love, that that f- haptic feedback from the DualSense, the that will be a big else, deal. Yeah. And that would be the pro- people will be buying those controllers like crazy. And I would love well, to have a revived con- revised console with, you know, because I'm wearing this one out. And especially in the future, if they do this uh, this new controller, or whatever. And I mean, we saw that we saw the little diagrams of it. They, they say that there was going to be like 3D audio built into like the um, the, the, the little pieces off the side, the one that sit in the palms of your hands, and you're actually going to be able to hear sounds that you wouldn't be able to hear any other way. It's pretty wild, pretty wild tech, if it is in fact true. Um, then the other thing is you've also got the store where you can design your own, right? Oh, yeah, or you could, yeah. where, like, I mean, if you start being able to do custom controllers for like 120 bucks, 130 bucks, people will buy that, and they will buy a lot of them. So, you know what I mean? That's, uh, That's your real connection great. to the game is the controller. More yep, than anything, absolutely. like uh, we your, like your some eyes and your hands, your eyes and your hands. Yep. I mean, we like the themed consoles, but it's really that controller that makes the big connection. Um, I hope well, I'll, I'll look into that more. Maybe I'll put up a video about that. I have to kind of put that information together. Tyler Candy with a Canadian ten dollar. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tyler. He says, "Love that you guys always speak the truth. People have an inalienable right." to speak their mind. And it's sad that the Hogwarts creators get snubbed because of the media agenda. Hogwarts was a labor of love. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. 
and every game is a labor of love, but, um, sometimes games just really speak to, to all kinds of people. And I feel like Hogwarts was one of those mini games that spoke to young and old and just people really enjoyed it and felt like, because it's always a gamble, right? Mag, when you make a established franchise game, like don't screw it up. And I think yeah. for the most part, they, they, they nailed it. Yeah. They so. nailed it as a Harry Potter fan. And I played even those other, remember EA used to make Harry Potter games. They used to make like, they made chamber of secrets. <laughs> they made uh, like all those games yeah. and they were fun. Yeah. They were really fun little games and I really enjoyed them. But um, this absolutely nailed the world and the feel and the sound and the music and everything about it. It was just, it was just to me, it was perfect. It may not have been like the prettiest at all times or whatever, uh, but it, to me, it was perfect. Who would have thought that wand combat would have been so good and, and so fun? Good, it was amazing. I loved it. I remember yeah. seeing it in the first preview, like a year before it came out, and I was going, "Yep, mm, that looks really dumb," and then yep. it just felt great. Yep, uh, I love that on the show. Like we celebrate gaming. Uh, when it's time to celebrate gaming, thank you so much for being here, guys. This is the Ecstasy Podcast, is episode one twenty six, and uh, we really appreciate you being there and helping us uh, be a part of the conversation. The last poll on the way out was: Would you want to see a crossover armor related to Xbox or gaming in Halo Infinite? Seventy one percent of you said yes. Twenty nine percent of you said no. And All right. uh, Hey, don't worry. We, we won't make waves either way. No one's going to listen to us and make the big changes. Um, shout out to pushing polygons, big channel sponsor. Uh, I actually, I put his logo on this, on the layout. So it just looks nicer to see it, uh, in blazing there. And thanks for all of his support. I'll be meeting with him tomorrow to talk about the content he's making. And, um, Meg, thanks so much. And it's, uh, it's yeah, late. Man. We do a two hour show. We're not going to sit here for four hours and talk about mayonnaise. Uh, maybe nope. one day, but, uh, no, no, actually we did. We talked about cheeseburgers for 20 minutes. Well, cheeseburgers are delightful though. That's I mean, and, and you know what? Cheeseburgers get mayonnaise on them. So, well, I got to ask one last question about the, about the sure. cheeseburger. And this is a deciding factor. All right. Mayonnaise or Miracle Whip. No, no mayonnaise. Miracle Whip is garbage. That is like, it's the sugar bound crap salad dressing garbage made by German settlers in the fifties. Garbage. Is it German? Or are you just I making that up? I was, just, I was just making that up. But I mean, I remember the commercials because I, I listen to old time radio shows like um like because I, I used to when I was a kid, I used to listen to them like the scary ghost ones they used to scare the crap out of me. So I used to listen to the old ghost stories from like the forties and fifties. It was a radio station that used to play them late at night. So I'd sit there with headphones on in bed and my brother and I would listen to them and scare the crap out. But they also played the old radio ads from the forties and fifties. Oh, and they'd be wow. like it was wild. And you'd have the guy come in and goes, Miracle Whip. That's right, folks. Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip for all your dressing needs. Whenever you need a salad or anything else, or you're smoking 17 packs of cigarettes and having beef, then there's nothing better than Miracle Whip for your house. Right? Doctors and, recommend Miracle Whip. Yeah. It's great doctors, for chafing. Yep. Doctors me- re- recommend Miracle Whip and Marlboro cigarettes. Marlboro cigarettes for all your smoking needs. And Miracle Whip for all your salads and sandwiches. And they would do those commercials, and I'm like, oh, my God, Miracle Whip is awful. But mayonnaise has to be mayonnaise, and anybody who like want, you know throw their uh, stick their nose up to to mayonnaise. Let me tell you something, Mac sauce, it's made with mayonnaise. Yeah, it's not made with Miracle Whip. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, 
they always said, oh, Merrick Whip, that tangy flavor. I'm like, nobody wants tangy flavor. No, that's you know not why? A, it's not put, a compliment. You know why? Because they put vinegar and, and sugar in it. That's why. That, that's what gives that flavor. And I'm like, uh, no. So mayonnaise is egg. It's an egg and yes. vegetable oil mixed yes. together. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, pretty That's much, all yeah. it is. And Miracle yep. Whip always tastes like it had sugar. It was like mayonnaise with sugar and something else in it. When yeah, I, yeah. It's all and vinegar and like all kinds of all the crap. Trust me, it's ugh. anyhow, no, it's mayonnaise. Mayonnaise are bust, man. Can I order you a Miracle Whip shirt? Because it would look good on you. You know what? I'm gonna see if they have Miracle Whip shirts. I'll buy one. I'll buy one on Amazon. I'll, I'll put it in my own stocking for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just stuff it in the stocking. I'm like, oh, a Miracle Whip shirt. That's weird. How'd that get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, uh, that's so, right. That's right. Mm, so good. Mm. Achievement, Hellman's or bust, baby. Hellman's is the best mayonnaise in the market. Yep. Don't yeah, depends on where, that depends otherwise. on where you're from. Uh, over here on this side of the U.S., it's called Best Foods. But over on the Midwest and I think East, it's called Hellman's. It's the same brand, I think. Different name. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that they changed the name Nobody in some cares. parts of the U.S., but yeah, it doesn't matter. Hellman's is still the boss. Jigga J, what do you mean, Mag, you're wrong? Mag, I'm wrong about what? I'm wrong about nothing. Ask my wife. She said I'm always right. Anyways, Colt, I'm trying to hit. Tonight. I'm trying to, yes, thank you so much. Um, yes. Thank you for supporting show. the show. We're doing We're doing the best we can with what we have, which is uh, two, two brains the size of walnuts. And um, come back here. Yes, come back here next week. We're we'll Maggie and I will, I don't know what we'll be talking about, but please come back. We love having you. We love the chat. Thanks for everything. Hit the like button on the way out. This show will go up on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and all of your favorite streaming platforms. So if you're in the car, you can listen to Mag say, I saw what you said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Scare you so much or drive you right off the road if you have the volume up too high. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're getting Sir, out of here. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was, no, I'm not even going to get into it. Sir, why did you end up off the road? What happened? Well, this guy, Meg, screamed at me. says, I saw what you said, and I drove off the road in fear. Anyways. The worst is, like, you know, your driver's seat gets crammed over here, and you can't even reach the radio to turn it off, and we're still ranting about mayonnaise while the car's in a ditch. Oh, that's what we Freaking do. Polygons, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. He goes, Meg, what is that caramel toast topping they sell in Canada? It might be... Um, Oh, they have this thing called um, something butter, and it's not butter. Obviously, it's like it's like a peanut butter, but it's like sweet. I think that's what I think that's what he's talking about. That I can't remember good, the name though. of it. Oh, dude, it's amazing. Um, oh, it's called cookie butter. It's called cookie butter. Um, I'll show you a bottle of it next Isn't week. Isn't that bring another? It down. I'm sorry to interrupt. Isn't that another uh, Nicki Minaj song? Uh, well, I don't want to get into Nicki Minaj now. We're gonna get demonetized for the you know Jigga J. Miracle Whip is awful. All right, everybody, have a great week. We'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.